This is badass Billy Gunn, 11-time WWE Tag Team Champion, Intercontinental Champion, Hardcore Champion, and you're listening to IcoPod. You gotta hear this. And if you're not listening to this, I got two words for you. Suck it. It's pay-per-view time. It's in your house number four. It's episode 158. And it's Icopod. I am Bob Collin Jr. With me as always is Austin Skinner and Dallas Gridley. Fellas, what are we looking forward to the most for in your house number four? Um, if you give me just a second, I'll look up the card because I already forgot what's on it. Way to be prepared, Dallas. Appreciate it. Um, I can't tell you that I'm really looking forward to much of anything. Oh, for this show. Wow. Okay. So Dallas doesn't even know what's on the card and then you're just not interested in anything at all. Should we not do do the podcast today? I do now. No, we already rescheduled once. So I am actually looking forward to uh, British Bulldog and Diesel. Not that I'm expecting like an amazing match, but I think it's going to be nice to see Bulldog in that main event spot going for the WWF championship so i think that is like a nice change of pace and then i don't know how i could forget but the the in-ring debut of gold dust is actually pretty exciting so i do think we do have some things to look forward to on this show yeah i'm most looking forward to gold dust debut personally yeah and i mean i would agree with you when it comes to bulldog except i know he's not gonna win so that takes my excitement and just stomps it into the freaking dirt I get that, though. I totally I understand. But I think that, you know, you got to start somewhere. And if we got to lose one before we can kind of work our way in staying in that main event spot, then I'll take it. We're bored with Diesel at this point, right? We've been bored with Diesel. Uh, yeah. Yes. Yes. Very. And that's why I think I'm excited about this. It's not, oh, Diesel and King Mabel. Not Diesel and, I don't know, who else has he even fought recently? Sid. No one good. Yeah, to Sid, Sid said, which was not not none of the matches were good at all. No. So, um, I not like once again, not that I think necessarily that we're going to get an amazing match out of Diesel. I really don't. I feel like even at WrestleMania um, 11, Sean could barely pull a good match. But no, I, I think I think there's at least a little bit of excitement for for the match in general. On paper, it sounds like a good match. Yeah. Diesel in general, and as we watch and as he, you know, progresses or arguably regresses, um, I'm coming to learn that he is best. Diesel is best as a heel in four minute matches, five minute matches. 
either squashing a guy or pretty much squashing a guy. Otherwise, like a a face diesel going 20 minutes with guys on top as the champ is kind of worst case scenario for diesel, I think. Um, when he first came in, and I can remember it vividly, I was, from match number one, very high on Diesel. Because, in my mind, they were using him at his apex. Heel, five-minute match, powerbomb, pin. At most, you could have saw him as the IC champ, and we did get that. Beyond that, I think it's too much. I don't think Diesel, the character and the guy portraying, really translates well in that main event at this time. I just, I don't think it works. And and we, Bob and I even talked about that when they just rocket shipped him to the fucking championship scene. Because the way it was working was working. It was happening naturally. And, you know, he was having decent little matches. Now that the weight is fully on his shoulders, basically, uh, I don't know. I think things have kind of crumbled around him. I don't think he's been able to hold that weight very well. I think that's obvious. With especially the lack of interest, really, in in his run as of the last couple of months. Um, And again, going back to Bulldog, I, I think Bulldog's a good challenger. But at the same time, the way they've built him, if they've even built him at all, has been really weak to whereas he always needs an outside force or an outside leverage to even gain an advantage or sometimes get a pin over Diesel. Um, So I don't know. I just The championship scene for me, for pretty much all of 95, has been very, very weak. Arguably the weakest segments on the card, both booked and match-wise. So that's kind of why I'm a little bit bummed about that, I think. Well, I've uh, kind of been bored or done with Diesel ever since they've made him a Hulk Hogan light. I would say he's even worse off than what Lex Luger was. I agree. As a phony All-American, like, yeah, well, that's I'm here bad. for the people. Yeah, well, because well, they keep doing the fake celebrity shit, you know, and like, oh, he's yeah. a big star. Look at our big star hanging out with all these celebrities where it's very clear that he's like just super awkward with them all. And it just it doesn't work. And not only that, you know, WWE had to be like either pay to put that together or ask to be invited. Dude, they're like a C-list celebrity at best with Diesel. Did you guys ever watch Mad TV? Uh, yeah, man. Long time ago. Yeah. Okay, so Diesel kind of reminds me of, like, the Mad TV cast when they would be at the red carpet interviewing the actual stars. Yeah. <laughs> He's the Mad TV cast. Yes. That's good. But then that's they're good. like, we're stars, but you're really not. Right. Yeah, that's what I was kind of, that's how I kind of see him. Yeah, that's good. That's good. <clears throat> uh, all right, well, we're here for In Your House, number four, took place on October 22nd, 1995. We're in Winnipeg, Manitoba, Canada at the Winnipeg Arena. Attendance is 10,339. The uh, approximate buy rate for this is 90,000. And if I looked at it correctly, uh, this would be the first time 
that a WWF pay per view didn't get a hundred thousand or more uh, buys. Oh. Okay. So uh, that kind of tells you where we're at. There were four dark matches that either happened before the card started or actually afterwards. Mm. And uh, that's uh, Bob Holly defeating Rad Rafford. Henry Godwin defeated Psycho Sid. Owen Hart and Yokozuna defeated Bam Bam Bigelow and Savio Vega. And then Bret Hart defeated Isaac Ankum DDS. So three out of the four matches probably should have been on pay-per-view. Um, yeah. Well, yes and no, though, I think. I mean, Brett and Yankum, you probably could have put on just to, like, blow it off, even though we had that not great cage match. I was going to say we had a cage match with those guys. Well, they're clearly still doing stuff with them, though, so, I don't know, do something else. And Brett on a pay-per-view in Canada, well, you've motherfuckers. Well, Brett, well, yes, Brett should be on the pay-per-view. I don't disagree with that match. Savio and Bam Bam and Yoko, uh, Yokozuna and Owen, mm, that's like too random of a team for me to like care about them fighting Owen Hart and Yokozuna. And like yeah, Henry, well, that's true. And and we already got, didn't we just get Henry uh, Godwin and Sid on the last in your house? Uh, I think so, yeah. So we don't need that again. <clears throat> and yeah. what about Bob Holly and Red Radford? Nope. So you just said you said three out of the four matches should be on pay per view, and then proceeded to say that basically um, actually, one match. No, no I said uh, Austin. Austin, oh, Austin. you fucking listen to Bob. I said that. Listen um, here, you piece of fucking shit. You watch your fucking mouth when you're talking to me, guys. Guys, this isn't the okay. TNA podcast, okay? No, we we get along on there. <laughs> now who's who's Nikita Koloff? No, you motherfucker. Yeah, uh, point proven. Anyway, I think yeah. that. Really, to not have Sid on the pay-per-view is kind of a loss, too. If you're smart, here's what you do. Trim the fat, put Sid against Bret Hart, and there you go. Put it on pay-per-view. Well, yeah, I mean, at this point, they don't have stories for half of the other shit, well, there so you why go. not? Yeah. Right. So put why not? stars out there, fucking do a parade of stars, and there you go. Yeah, I'd be fine with that at this rate, <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> um... All right. Well, I don't think there's anything else to really mention. I don't have any news or notes. I'll save that for uh, next week's episode, which will be the October 23rd Raw, obviously the night after the pay-per-view. So if you want to watch along, because that's what we do here, head over to the WWE Network. Or if you're listening to this after March 18th, 2021, to the Peacock uh, app. Yeah, pee on your cock app. Yeah, and uh, you'll have to watch it there. I don't know. How that's going to work out in the future. But I'm going to count down from five. Uh, and then when I say play, hit that ever lovely play button to watch along. And the runtime for this is one hour, 54 minutes, and seven seconds. Roughly about 49 minutes shorter than uh, the big four pay-per-views. So I'm going to do it right now. Here we go. Five, four, three, two, one, play. Oh, I'm oh. buffered a little, little too long for my liking here. No fancy intro, folks. We're right in the arena. Well, at least not well, yet. We're going to the... Joni Wilson's going to be singing the national anthem. This is this is why I am glad to be on Icopod, so I can listen to great artists like this sing the national anthem. I didn't know yeah. Miss Frizzle sang. I don't even know who this is. 
Oh, Canada. Canada. <laughs> Seinfeld, bitch. She doesn't she doesn't from Who, uh, Julie Louis Dreyfus or whatever? I don't fucking know, dude. Okay. Seinfeld sucks and fuck you if you like it. How about that? Yeah, um, sorry. I'm also not a Seinfeld guy, but What are you who are you talking about? Kramer. So, he, so here's all the stock footage that they showed us to hype up this um pay per view. One hundred percent. Those are basically yeah. uh, your screensavers for your computer. Right. Those are Getty mm-hmm. images that they filmed in 1983. They're just using over. Yeah. Uh, what is you guys' time check? Because I think I might be ahead of you. Are you shitting me? Okay. At, um, I am at. I'm at a minute 22, 23, 24. Yeah. Me too. Yeah, I was two seconds ahead of you. Oh wow. All right, we're getting shots of the crowd as they stand for this little song here. Now, can we can we agree that Canada has a better national anthem than the United States? Well, I know they have a better health insurance thing, so. They I'm going to agree with better, that. But... I'm going to agree with that. And you know who else has a badass national anthem? Oh, wow, well, I wonder. Russia, dude. Russia's got a cool one. That's what we need. We need like a cool one. Ours is kind of like too sappy for me. Yeah, where it's like they're yeah, no, I agree. I agree. Well, I didn't know this was turning into an anti-America podcast. Jeez. Uh, it's not, you know, it's not. Oh, wait. I'm a gorilla monsoon. Wait. Oh, he's not allowing Shawn Michaels to compete here tonight. However, there will be an intercontinental title defense tonight. Wow. Why is he sitting inside of a picnic basket? He's standing in he's sitting in front of a high school gym bleacher. Oh yeah, when it's closed up against yeah. the wall. Yeah. I always like Gorilla's blue Wait. fucking glasses. Yeah. Wait, did you just hear what he just said? What he's gonna take the belt from Shawn Michaels in the ring and hand it to Dean Douglas, making him the new intercontinental champion. And he's defending it against Razor Ramon. Oh, wow. Why isn't it just vacated? Why does he just give it to Dean Douglas? And then Why they have wouldn't a you just give it's it to forfeit. Razor? It's forfeit. Shawn's uh, wrestling oh, beat tonight, so if he to... forfeits, he gives it to Dean automatically. Oh, that's a good point. Okay. Oh, okay. what the Fine. fuck, man. Yeah, Shawn Michaels, we want a hot dog. This is a really weird, um, just like a bunch of fan shots in your house, in your house, in your house. Woo, woo, woo. Oh, look. Oh, look at the pumpkins. That was cute. Look at Yokozuna on TV. See, this is a cool graphic. This is cool. Welcome, everyone. Halloween Havoc. Here we go. No, that's in, uh, what, seven days? Yeah, I'm not a fan of that opening because it didn't like highlight any of the feuds. Yeah, because there is none. <laughs> well, yeah, come on, Bob. Yeah, what's, Jim Ross is wearing the same ugly ass uh, vest that he wore at the last in your house. At least he has hair. Jim Ross looks awkward as fuck in there. Yeah, he does. Well, I do understand here that Shawn Michaels is going to be publicly forfeiting the title. Okay, by God. He looks like he's socially distancing himself from Vincent 
JR. I wish I could socially distance from uh, fucking keeping it real thought too over here. Or what's his fucking name? Fatu. Making a difference. It's just Fatu, <laughs> making a difference. Make, making a difference, Fatu. Yeah, fucking keeping it real. Same thing. Hey, he's got a BSK hat. Isn't that what Undertaker's got tattooed on his stomach? Yeah, that's like their little group. Yeah. So here's a here's a fun fact. You know how Triple H here, Hunter Hearst Helmsley and Fatu, really haven't had any kind of interaction on the Raws we've been watching, right? Yeah. So I was watching some superstars from around this time. And apparently this feud is really from superstars where Triple H would spray Fatu with cologne, suggesting that he smells. Oh, my God. So I still don't like it. I don't either. Helmsley is basically a mix of Lord. Ste- oh, here's the footage here of, uh, Helmsley is basically a mix of Lord Steven Regal and Rick Martell at this point. Uh, okay. And he's walking with a cane. Very slowly. He looks like he should breed horses for a living. I mean, he probably does. He is wearing, like, horse riding pants. Yeah, isn't that his gimmick? Isn't he a jockey? No, it's a blue blood. What's the difference? Now, now, don't you guys think the the way the stage and, like, entranceway set up is kind of odd? Yeah, they walk by, like, the security wall. (laughs) They're using, like, the hockey boards as their fucking guard railing. Yeah. Yeah, it's, like, shoved over. Instead of cutting through the middle, it's, like, off to the side. It's very I think you'd be Look, surprised they they've done that a few times. Really, they would have yeah, it angled out that way. Oh, Fatu has taken the perfume bottle. This is so riveting. Is he going to spray Hunter? No. no, he drops it and he gives him a forearm shot and another, and another. Just say what's the Santa thing? Just say no. Yeah, yeah that's what I'm he's saying. He's a walking Jared. I'm saying no to this match. No. I don't want to. I don't hate this. He did his uh, backdrop there. Now he's going to work over him on the corner with right hands. The crowd is eating it up. Fatu could be a great single star. We've seen him in great singles matches. We've seen him in great tag team matches. Yeah. Except this gimmick is not going to be what sends him to the next level. It's going to bring him down a peg. It's too silly. I don't know how I feel about you saying that it's not going to elevate him. Both of you guys are anti-drug. So is he. I would have thought you guys would uh, would be in favor of this. Well, the thing is that it's kind of goofy as fuck. So It's know. too far departed from fucking head shrinker Fatu. Like, now you're telling me he's some urban dude from, like, the inner city? No. Yeah. No. This dude is an <clears throat> islander. He was squirting mustard all over himself two years ago. Well, yeah. But you see, I don't like it because I am a drug supporter. I think that people tend to have a lot more fun when they're high or drunk. <laughs> and this guy trying to tell me not to do that. You he's know like what? a don't heel? T- so yeah, yeah, don't tell me be, what to do. Yeah, so he's yeah. a heel. Um, yeah. So, so you got heat with uh, just say no, make a difference, Fatu. Oh, oh, look at these moves. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Nope. I don't like that Hunter Hearst Helmsley still has his fucking vampire shirt on. Well, 
It wouldn't. It didn't help that. Uh, oh God! Well, he's doing the Bret Hart gimmick here, getting his head stuck in the rope. Excuse me, that's Mick Foley. Uh, Bret Hart did it at SummerSlam. No, didn't happen. Almost like pummeling away here on Fatu, who's not really selling. He's more focused on his neck breaking in the ropes. Another what rope the hell forearm. Was that? Yeah, but did you see? He like forearm. wiggled and chopped him. Yeah, yeah that was kind of odd. Is he gonna wrestle with his shirt on this whole time? Really it's slowly funny. coming off. His hair is also slowly coming out too. Oh, oh no! Oh no! Pile of Dead. So he just broke Fatu's neck. So if you're not watching at home, he's getting taken out on a stretcher. He's got a neck brace on. <laughs> Hunter Helmsley is looking like Fair Fawcett. His hair is coming out, and he bows. He's like, "Yeah, you stink. So let me bow to you." You fucking stink. Let me get my perfume. And they're just stalling. Nothing's happening. Let me see. I know who he looks like, but I can't think of the name right now. I'm going to Google it. Doing his regal uppercuts because he's got to steal the gimmick completely. More right hands and stomps in the corner. Fatu firing back. I'm kind of liking Fatu's babyface fire a little bit. No neck breaker oh. ends that. He's done. That was it. Oh, I forgot that Hunter Hussamsley is, in fact, undefeated in the World Wrestling oh. Federation. I believe he arrived in what, like May, right? Or late April. Yeah, so that's interesting. I also forgot about that. But to be fair, he hasn't really wrestled anybody of note. This is probably his biggest match to this point. Well, Hunter, who, yeah, before this, wasn't it like Bob Holly or something? Oh, yeah, it's SummerSlam, yeah. Uh, Hunter Hearst Helmsley looks like Sebastian Bach from Skid Row. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's what he looks That's like. It's a good comparison. We're in a uh, headlock here. Do you guys prefer bald uh, Helmsley or hair Helmsley? Hair. That I mean, I feel like I'm used to it now. So now every time I see him with hair, it's kind of weird. But what is I, the worst looking Triple H in your oh, mind? Name a year. Name a year. Two, worst. Two thousand six, right? Two thousand seven. Uh, Bob, what do you say? Uh, well, there was a stretch there where he was completely out of shape and it was all flab. And and he's got the hair like this. It's like, and it's like, yeah. So I think you're thinking of like oh oh six or seven. I want to say more like tri- like two thousand three. Oh no, dude! Oh. Oh, 06, oh, 07 Triple H is the shit. Yeah, it's the worst. It's bad. I, lo- I <laughs> like the shitty mustache that oh, doesn't yeah. touch his chin. It like goes. Oh my god! <laughs> and, and he's, he's like kind of chubby. Wicked chubby. What about like, like bloated old... Triple H in like oh three? No. I guess I don't know what that is then. No, Triple H oh six oh seven is the shit. I'll take bald Triple H over that any day. Oh yeah, absolutely. As he whips Fatu in the corner, but he kind of just walks out of it and then comes back with a nice clothesline, turning Fatu inside out. I think it's weird Fatu has no problem wearing blue boots now. <laughs> well, he well, got he... used to it. It's been almost two years. Yeah. 
well, I mean, of the year at least. Because the first time I noticed him having a problem with it was what Survivor Series '94. Yeah. Or at least around that time. You know what's bullshit too? They never brought Samu back. Fatu and Samu was a good ass team. That was definitely the best one, yeah. Well, oh, Fatu countering Fatu. the pedigree with a backdrop. Oh, DDT, but Fatu's like, I have a really strong cranium. He knows sells it, does a little wiggle with his hips. And there's oh. a nice Savant kick. Can we just go back to the days where the fucking Steiners and head shrinkers were beating the shit out of each other? Yeah, it was good times. How many backdrops has Fatu done tonight? About nine? Dude, he yeah, realized it's yeah. not a Saturday night show, so he's like, fuck, I got three moves. I'm running clothesline there, too. Better do them all. Back break, ah. Hunter's getting his ass beat. Yeah, he is. He always does, though, I guess. It does seem like that, huh? Middle rope diving headbutt. I like the way Hunter sold it. (laughs) This has been a competitive back and forth match. Thankfully, yes. They're not jobbing anybody out here. Especially Fatu. It it hasn't been bad if Fatu would do more than two moves. What is he doing? Diamond cutter? Oh, a running cutter out of the corner by Fatu. That's right, dude. Bang. Oh, I thought he was doing. He's the, like, hey, you. I thought he was gonna do the diamond cutter sign. <laughs> he put his arms up. No, he's this like, fuck you. Rope. I'm going to the top rope. My big ass is about to fly. Oh, nope. this is a frog splash. <laughs> you know, it's funny. In about four years, uh, Helmsley would convince uh, Fatu to run over Stone Cold Steve Austin. So that's fun. Wow, that's not a fucking spoiler. No. And pedigree. Wow, off the splash, he hits the pedigree? One, two, three. Helmsley's uh, your clean winner. I didn't really like that. I thought that was a decent match. No, the match was good. I thought the finish yeah. was pretty uh, lackluster. Well, I mean, that's like the obvious way to finish it. The guy misses a move yeah. off the top and then takes the finish. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't think that was a bad opening match. No, if you're going to do it, have Fatu come off the top, but like Triple H kicks him in the gut and hits the pedigree instead or something. Well, in this case, though, it's, he, he hurt himself already, so then yeah. if they wanted to pretend that they were going to oh. do something with Fatu. Lawler's with Helmsley now. Is he going to talk in the fake accent? Lawler just said that that was the most impressive victory he's seen in his entire life. He must not watch a lot. Look at his yeah. face. It's like he just smelled like someone's butthole. Yeah, that's what Regal does, too. Is he doing it? Is he doing the accent? Yeah, yeah. He is. Oh, fuck. It's pretty bad. Oh, shit. What is this? Henry Godwin <laughs> sneaking up from behind. How you doing there, boy? Oh, I thought he was going to slop him. Helmsley saw him. Now he's hiding behind Lawler, and Lawler's begging off, don't do it. Slop Lawler and have him be a uh, commentary for the rest of the match. It's going to be a slop drop. Okay, so he's chasing Helmsley out, which means we're going to see this match tomorrow on Raw. What does his hat say? Hog, probably. 
Yeah, you wish, buddy. So Helmsley goes from a feud with Fatu to Henry O'Godwin. Cool. Backstage, Doc Hendricks is with the British Bulldog and Jim Cornette. I'm standing here with the British Bulldog. Wow, does he look muscular. Tell you what, Bulldog, can we take your test later tonight? Yeah, we probably shouldn't. We want you to have the match. They don't have any type of drug testing here in 95. Are you kidding me? I don't know, dude. Well, listen, right there. He had to look small. He's a bit the dust right there. And you know why he bit the dust? Because he said no. I invited him to the hot tub with me and my wife. I, he said no. But then don't worry. After after Bulldog here, he kicked his ass. He said yes. Look at Tell him, Bulldog. Tell him. Yeah, well, I'm bizarre. I spent yeah. a night in Jim Cornette's hot tub. And something touched my leg. And I was feeling real bizarre. And then... His big fat wife swam up next to me. I said, I didn't know you let farm animals in here. <laughs> oh my God. This 50 below hellhole, Winnipeg. Do you know Jim Cornette's dating like somebody who's significant? He's married to this lady who's significantly younger than him. Yes, yeah, him, I guess. Yeah, That's weird. Sin. Her, she was sin in the OVW. That's just weird. Yeah. And she like, looks, why out of all people would you want to be with Jim Cornette? She it's doesn't even. She doesn't even look like somebody that he would be with. I didn't think so either. I didn't believe it when I saw it. I was like, "What?" Yeah, I pictured Stacy Cornette like an older, skinny lady. I had a feeling that she was going to be young. I don't know why. I just had a feeling. Yeah, I don't know. It's weird. Still love me some Jim Cornette, though. Not going to deny that. I would hope so. So smoking guns here are defending against wait, Razor wait. Ramon and One Two Three Kid. Uh, Billy's a mullet is gone. Hold on. Oh, he cut his hair. Yeah. What the fuck? Hey, man, we friends now, man. Don't know why, man. Needed to fill holes in the card, Chico. So we're going to tag up tonight. We're going to take on the smoking guns, man. You know wow, everything's good, good point. when we both have the same gear on, Chico. Yeah. That's when you know that everything is cool. Are we going to get a kick the leg out of your leg promo here tonight? Because somebody's going to turn on their partner? I think we're looking at who's going to turn on him, right? Probably. All right, and you know what? If he doesn't turn on him here... He's gonna screw him out of that intercontinental title later. I was just, I just, I just realized that Ramon's doing double duty tonight. Yes. I don't like that. Nah, it feels a little uh, USWA to me. Yeah, see, that's what I don't want. You know what I would have done here? I would have been like, if I was Gorilla, I'd be like, Ramon gets a shot against Dean Douglas. Marty Jannetty will be teaming with One Two Three Kid tonight. There you go. Or, I'd know, be Bob down Holland. for a one, two, three kid Marty Jannetty team, one hundred percent. Now I wonder why Billy decided to cut his mullet off, and Bart was like, "Nah, bro, I'm keeping mine." Yeah, Billy looks like Dean Douglas now. He does. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just saw actually earlier today that the WWE is making like some commemorative intercontinental title of like designed like Razor Ramon. That you can like buy. I don't know if you guys have seen those. They're kind of weird, but the Razor Ramon one has a toothpick holder. Yeah. Oh. 
I mean, I don't. I would never buy one because if I'm going to buy a replica belt, I want it to look like you know the actual belt. But right, not some kind of ridiculous toy. Uh, if I'm WWE here, I'm breaking up the guns. I'm putting Billy with Dean, and I'm at, and I'm naming them the Educated Guns. Oh, that's not bad. And, and what does Bart, like, what, what does Bart do? Uh, Bart goes on a singles run, and then he later is to team up with Bob Holly, and they just become just badasses. Bob and Bart. <laughs> yeah. Well, they actually do team in like 1998. Mm. What was it like, bombastic Bob and bodacious Bart or something? Well, like that? yeah, yeah, but I'm not doing that. Oh, okay. I'm doing PA, I'm except not Bradshaw and Farouk. Well, okay, so if you just okay. noticed here, the guns went to shake uh, Kid and Razor's hands, and they were like, no, too cool for you, and did their little hair thing, and now they're just going to go into the match. Kid's so like, yeah, they're working check out these, yeah, check out these kicks. Watch me get a concussion in the next five minutes. Uh, I feel listen, like... Mr. Gun, um, I respect yeah. you. Kid with an arm drag now a little stand up. Uh, anytime there is a change in someone's appearance, I feel like there's going to be a change in their personality. Like, is is Billy Gunn not going to be a cowboy? Mm. Maybe he'll just be a boy. He doesn't even have like a mustache anymore, right? Wait, what? Is he clean shaven? Oh, oh he might be. Fuck. I think I think he is. What's he doing? If I was Vince, I'd be pissed that he changed that drastically. Well, they might. I mean, if they do something like that, I'm sure they told him to do that. Yeah, because Bart hasn't changed at all. No. Hip toss by Billy. Kip up. Billy's got like 90s movie star good looks. Yeah. Like a Brad Pitt. Right. And then Bart is like the uh, supporting character that gets killed in the first twelve minutes of the movie. No, Bart's like <laughs> the Marlboro Man. He like he's he looks good in a commercial, but they're not giving him full length fucking film. Yeah, roles. Okay. Ramon and Bart now. Bart was uh, taunting Ramon there a little bit. Crowd heavily behind Razor. I don't like that Razor turned his back on Bart to yell at Billy, and Bart didn't do anything. Well, he's, he's not a heel. He's too good. He doesn't want to attack him from behind. Yeah. Yeah, but you better respect him. And Razor's not respecting him. Now, there seems to be a conflict in the front row. Someone's sitting in my seat, sir. Could you check their tickets? I have a shaved head, but I also have ramen noodles stuck to the back of my head. <laughs> well, the guy standing up looks like it's Dave Sullivan. Yeah, it does. <laughs> yeah, it does. And there's a guy a couple down from him who keeps getting... The guy in the jacket looks like Marty Jannetty. Oh, yeah. And they're like, well, hey, um, you're in our seats? Either that or someone spilled a drink and they're trying to figure out whose drink it is. Well, mind you, uh, they're in Canada, so they're like, hey, uh, please, sir. Um, yes, thank you. Thank you. I don't want to bother you, please. Um, hello. Can you please come out of my seat, please? Thank you. 
Oh, my sure. mistake there, pal. Sorry. Surely, sir. I will be happy to move out of your seat. Sorry about that. Look, the guy's sitting down now. The people are going. They're like, fine. We fucking stand on fucking <laughs> seats. But hey, Bob's fucking choking. But, you know. So. No, it's okay. So I, since we're in a tag match here, I figured I'd point out that we got some comments on uh, the good old uh, Twitter. Mm. Regarding the tag team division. Yeah. From both uh, the modern day lawyer, who's from wrestling twenty years ago, and Stevie, uh, who is Stereo underscore Nova, and they were saying that between WrestleMania eleven and thirteen, that there isn't a meaningful tag division. Yeah, I don't know if I agree with that. What? Yeah. Dude, come on. Well, if you read the it re, if you read the comments in full, I believe me, me and Austin talked about this briefly right before you got on. As a matter of fact, um, let me let me pull it up. It was some because I think someone mentioned that Owen Hart and Yokozuna helped with that, but I, I don't know if I agree with that. At least not here in '95 watching it. I mean, I don't. Is it weaker than, you know, the peak of 2000 and so? Sure. But you you have the guns, you have Ramon and Kid, and then into 96, there's at least three other teams that debut oh. that aren't horrible. They're not, like, big oh, known but... names or anything, but... Okay, so, it, so Modern Day Lawyer wrote, without Owen, there wouldn't have been a meaningful tag division between Mania 11 and 13. That's I... true. Yeah, but then Stevie's like, was there even one? Exactly. So, I mean, no. But if there was, Owen was at the fucking forefront of that because he was in several different teams in between that time. Yeah, but does that really create for a meaningful tag team division if he's in multiple teams? He doesn't even have one team that he's in? Well, without him, those teams wouldn't even have been anything. They wouldn't even have been a team. I don't know. I guess I'd I'd rather someone not jump around and kind of just have their own team like the smoking guns it's like they, they ain't bo- billy's not bouncing around between people well i think than... that's more of an issue with the booking rather than oh yeah you know the actual guy uh as for the match here one two three kid had done a spinning heel kick to gain control on bart and then razor hit two fallaway slams the second one he tossed one two three kid into bart or a two count fart gun yeah. Uh, also, I wanted to shout out uh, Classic Wrestling Review, which would be at Paul D. Matthew 78. He uh, plugged us in his King of the Ring 97 review. Oh, well, that's, that's pretty awesome. Yeah, he's a kiss ass. So we appreciate you being a kiss ass for us there, Paul. What did he plug? He plugged our, our podcast. Oh. Oh, that is pretty like... cool. He, he also shares our Facebook posts, which are. Are huge. Yeah. I mean, he's got he's got a lot of people over on his Facebook page, and him sharing our post as much appreciated. I oh. think he I think he's still a kiss ass. That's fine. He can kiss our ass all he wants. I don't care. Yeah, I'm fine with it. I'm kissing his ass right now too because of him plugging us. Why is this the first I'm hearing of this fucking guy? Because well, I I think I feel like I'm the only one who goes on either one of our. Uh, Social no, I do. The time, but... I I go on the social medias just to get rid of the notification. Mm. Um, yeah. So, by the way, he well, I'll take that, I guess. But um, 
He in 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 his article about that King of the Ring '97, he said he gave us the shout out of the week. Check out the Icopod podcast; they cover all of the new generation Raws and pay per views in a live watch format. There are even bonus episodes on WCW pay per views. Give them a listen. So, thank you, Classic Wrestling Review. Yeah, that's cool. He's a good guy. I'm busting his traps while kissing my ass. Thanks, Paul. Was that his name? Yeah. Well, his his Twitter handle has his name, so yeah. Right. Okay. I'm I'm Facebooking him right now. Oh yeah, this is a good page. They did a double well, down. I'll tell you what. I'm looking to tag out to Kid and they get here comes Kid and Billy. Oh shit, it's gonna be hot. Degeneration. What was that? They both did a duck under at the same time. <laughs> they kind of hit heads. They kind of hit yeah. heads. <laughs> that was oh, pretty funny. Backdrop. That's that was, awesome. That was a bad drop kick there by Billy on Ramon. No. Billy has like a level of intensity that I don't think I've ever seen before out of him. Billy's the fucking man, dude. Come on. He's all sorts of fucking like pissed off about something. Absolutely. The battle of DX members three years early. Dude, what the fuck is DX? I don't know. You're right. I shouldn't be talking about that stuff. Yeah, you got that. Yeah, you're not allowed to. I get yelled at when I do it. About what? When I say stuff out of context. It's been fucking 35 years. Yeah, blow it out your ass, buddy, okay? Bart with backbreakers. Well, I get yelled at, so... Well, Dallas, it's because you have just bad takes on professional wrestling. Wow. That's just that's that was the most was. that's the most insulting thing you've ever said. <laughs> that's just what it is though. That's pretty <laughs> fucked up. Uh it's true though. I mean this guy. <laughs> he's the he is the only person to watch Impact Wrestling on Twitch. Mm. Well, actually, I hate to tell you, but that is incorrect. Sorry, it's you and 35 other people. It's much more than that. Okay, Bob. And I don't. And actually, generally, I don't watch it live on Twitch. I don't I don't have the time, but. I'm shocked. (laughs) Can't watch everything live, man. (laughs) Whoa, Billy missing a splash in the corner. He hits the ring post head first. What's he going to do? He's all he's knocked out. That should be it. I'm surprised these guys are getting this much time here. Well, I'm actually also surprised, especially since Razor has another match, like already announced. It's not like it's a surprise at other match. Well, I feel like one, two, three could have done mo- most of the work here. Yeah, I guess for the most part. Look at, look, at this, look at this bullshit. Razor put Kid on top of Billy after Bart put Billy on top of Kid. Oh, but Billy kicks out. The crowd thought that was going to be it for sure. Oh, the crowd went nuts. Yeah, they were shocked by that. I think this has been a pretty good start to the show. The opener was okay. This has been pretty solid. It's early, Bob. Stop. Yeah. I agree with you, but it's too early to be saying that kind of stuff. <laughs> Save it at least to the halfway point. <laughs> now, how does it stack up to the WCW pay-per-view we just watched? This is way better than fucking Paul Brawl. <laughs> Yeah, well, I'm better. saying the opening matches. Compared to Fall Brawl? Yeah, this is better. This is way better. 
well, Bob Brawl was not great. Pillman, be the bad. Pillman Mark Miro wasn't bad, but right? yeah, but that was slow and it took forever to really get going. Yeah, but it had a good little. I think it it ended up being a good little match. Did uh, I okay. like Pillman okay. and Mark Miro? Or sorry, Pillman and uh, Bad versus. Or did I like Fatu and Hunter Hersomsley? Yes. I probably actually, I'd probably pick, in that case, Pillman and um, Johnny B. Bad. I okay. would too. So here's the thing. Okay, let's compare the first two matches on this show to Fall Brawl. We had Johnny Bad. We had Johnny B. Bad and Brian Pillman. That's cool. Yeah. The second one was Craig Pittman against Cobra. No, I didn't want to compare that one. <laughs> yeah, so fuck you. <laughs> Razor Bowl with a razor's edge on Billy Gunn. Look, he's not covering them. What the fuck are you doing? He's jobbed out. To get the victory, but he's not holding the tag rope, so technically that's illegal. And Jim Cornette would call you a stupid fucking, you motherfucking, <laughs> don't know how to tag wrestle piece of shit. He'd be right then, because kid can't legally tag in without holding the rope. What the ref allowed it? This yeah, is well, they're the bad guys, so of course he did. He literally tagged in to fucking lose. Oh my god! He pinned him on a reversal. <laughs> Fuck yeah to that, buddy. The guns, motherfucker. That's funny. That was a dumbass finish, though. So he hit the razor's edge. He was like, you, and then Kid was like, let me get the pin. Billy kicks out and then counters the pin to then pin one, two, three, good. Well, it wasn't really that long after he hit the razor's edge for him to be able to roll into a pin. What the fuck? Right. Uh, kid just pushed Ramon away. He doesn't want to. Oh, he just drop kicked Bart. He's got yeah. his arm stuck in the ropes, and then he just spin kicked Billy Gunn, kicking him oh. over the top of the floor. Shit. Spinning fucking back kick. One, two, three. Kid is turning heel, right? This is. Oh yeah. Well, now he stole the tag belts. Ramon's like, "What's going on?" But Ramon's standing by his side here. Taking the belts away from Kid though, who who is about to just like steal them, I guess. Come on, Sean, give him the belts. Come on, Sean Wallman. Yeah, Ramon's like, come on, let's go. Let's get out of here, Chico. <sighs> See, I don't know. I don't like one, two, three. Kid turning heel. Or it should be that. Ramon. Yeah, it shouldn't be one, two, three. Kid. I don't. I don't know. If I'm Razor Ramon and one, two, three kid just did that, made us lose. I'm getting in the ring as soon as the bell's over, picking his ass up and hitting the razor's edge on him. Like fucking see ya. Yeah. Uh Doc hey, Hendrick. Here I am. I bet Stacey was Shawn Michaels. Uh that's the same Shawn Michaels that was standing in Jeremy Dyer's bedroom. It sure is. And uh it was a pretty awesome Shawn Michaels lifestyle stand up. Yeah. Uh, I have a stone cold one. You do? Yeah, he's got water stains on him though. He does, but I don't I, I didn't buy it, so whatever. I literally was randomly given it one day. Am I the only one that's going to point out that IRS's briefcase is on the top there? <laughs> oh yeah. yeah that's fine. Oh, here we go. Marty Janetti, you know what you know what that means? We have a debut coming up here. Dun, 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 dun. It's me, Marty Janetti. I hope Marty gives Goldust a good match. I really do. Well, what is this fucking awful shit. outfit? What the hell is this? Paper mache fucking clothes. 
He went to Party City and went nuts. No, he went to the Renegade's house and said, Brother, let me borrow some gear. Yeah, uh, yeah. Unusual individual is what this man just said. It's 95, Marty. That shit don't fly anymore. Uh oh, the most bizarre individual in the history of WWE, Goldust. What is with the trees, the Christmas trees? It's October. It's because of Canada, man. Lights, cameras. Ooh, so much action. Testicles. Danielle, I'm ready for my close up. Remember the name. Dust. Gold dust. <laughs> it went with it. <laughs> I almost wasn't sure if it was Bob or actually him doing that. I know, that was good. <laughs> I timed it pretty good. Yeah. All right, so the lights are out here in the arena. Let's see. The, all right, this is our first exposure. How long before the fans start saying inappropriate slurs to Goldust? What's he got? The Ric Flair music? No, he's just got his usual music. Oh, it's Goldust. Oh, he's on his his star on the Walk of Fame. I don't know. I'm not listening, so I wouldn't know what it fucking is. He's got a nice little wig on. They're trying not to show him a lot with this lighting, I'm noticing. Well, and I think that's good because, well, yeah. the way they had the lighting right now, you can see him. But when the lights go up, they'll finally get like a good look of him. I agree. Yeah, I do think that is an interesting take at that. Normally, I think I'd shit on that a lot more. But it's kind of fun that we're not seeing him, even though we've seen him in the vignettes. And we did literally just showed yeah. a promo and he's... Well, but you might you, you might be able to get this lighting. It's almost like paparazzi flashes. Yeah. Yes, which I guess it is. That's a good point. I didn't. I guess I didn't even make that connection right away. But yeah, it is. The ring is empty. Where did Janetti go? Janetti got scared. One hundred percent. You can't really blame him. Look at this. What do you think the chances are that Janetti was uh, at ringside? Like, oh my god, I get to wrestle a hot chick. Well, for sure. Yeah. Marty probably can't even see straight right now. Probably not. He's probably hammered. And not in a sexual way. No. The gold gloves are, are pretty funny. I like those. Hey, at least it's not just his regular hands like we thought it was going to be. Well, unless Vince he take... goes, this is going to be bizarre by the moment. Out. I hope not either, to be honest. The crowd is like stunned. Oh, what is this? We need a good Gold Dust DVD. So I can hear Dustin Rhodes talking about what the fuck was going on here. Well, we'll never get that because he's in AEW now. Yeah, I know. But is that like gold falling from the rafters here? Yeah, yeah dude. I think it's like confetti and stuff. Yeah. Well, Wow, his bulge is out. Well, it always is in this. Okay, so now if you notice, though, he whipped that wig off wicked fast and then yeah. ran. He did. Yeah. Bad drop by Gennetti. Starting off strong, clothesline over the top to the floor. 
There's something so, that seems unfinished about this this attire and this look. Yeah. It's like a work in progress. Yeah. Because it's just too plain looking. That's what I think it is. I think it's just literally just all too much gold. Like he needs some accents on it or something. Yeah. I guess it need... looks like a gold bodysuit. I don't know. Oh, because right. it is. I guess I need to know, like, what what were they trying to accomplish with the gold bodysuit? Like, what what was the point of that? Well, you guys do know that he's supposed to look like an Oscar, right? Right, and you told us yeah. that. And like in that yep. case, I make the connection. But at the same time, a human being looking like an Oscar, you know, is only going to get you so far. I think it's hilarious that it took Dave Meltzer like two years to realize that gold is supposed to look like an Oscar. To be fair, I didn't know it until you said it either, though. Yeah, but are you Dave Meltzer? No. Exactly. <laughs> Uh, Goldust doing a lot of stalling here on the outside. Well, when you get clothesline on the aisleway, Austin, you probably don't want to continue wrestling. You do when it's Marty Jannetty and he's hammered. That's alleged. We don't know that. Now you're why okay, pretend you're watching this in 95 right now. You this is your first time seeing him on your TV besides the vignettes. Mm -hmm. Can you tell that that is Dustin Rhodes? No. I can't. I wouldn't know. There's no way. If I was like, like no, literally ninety five, where I'm six years old, there's I no wouldn't way. know. I just needed a close up as his face in action, but yeah, I wouldn't know. Yeah. Even with the voice, he doesn't, that doesn't even really sound like Dustin Rhodes. No, he's definitely lowered it. It's it doesn't sound as southern. Right. Right hand by Gold. Gold is getting his first. Uh, Real offense here. This uh, bodysuit isn't really doing him a lot of favors because it really is showcasing his love handles. I know. Well, it's showcasing everything. Yeah. Yeah. Which is probably the point, I guess. I was just going to say, is that sort of the point, though? Probably. Standing Huracrana by the rocker Marty Jetty, and then Goldos just shoves him. He's got to probably get in better shape a little bit. Do you think he's wearing his um, the natural tights underneath there? Probably. You can see that he's got knee pads. Yeah. He's wrestling pretty generically, too, I would say. He ain't doing a whole lot. No. Oh, God. Marty's kind of making him look silly a little bit. Well, I was just going to say, I almost feel like usually you don't fight like a known guy like this so right. that you can like get your offense in you and like hear me. Oh, Bobby, you're okay. You're back. I didn't even know you were frozen. Yeah, I have a poor connection. It looks like in my bedroom. Someone open my door. Maybe that will help. Uh, it's gold dust here. Choking him out on the mat. I don't know. I... It's like when you have something you know you, you'd probably like, but it's missing a few ingredients. So it's like, uh, maybe I won't get yeah. that if I come. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. The, and the face paint's very basic. You know, just kind of the raccoon eyes, the black ears, which I think is a weird 
Goldust looks like me when I don't get enough sleep. Right. Oh, yeah. And I actually act that way, too. I rub myself a lot and breathe weird. Do you kiss Ahmed Johnson? Actually, uh, when I don't get enough sleep and I'm, you know, delirious, I am actually heavily attracted to African-American males. Okay. Uh, Speaking of which, when's Bearded Thoughts coming back? Uh, Probably not. What? Because just as I expected, okay, I told him, hey, man, I can, you know, just let me know when you want to do it. And he's like, yeah, 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 do it. And then nothing. So this well, is what I'll do. If if Matt LaFleur, my best bud, yeah, were to listen to this podcast, right, and then he tells me, hey, man, I listened to In Your House number four on Icopod, then I'll do it. Well, there was a time where I slowly was replacing him. And then, like, it just didn't happen. Replace, replace him in what way? As numero uno. Uh, no, I've been through a lot with LaFleur. LaFleur's been there for me for a lot. I don't think anybody will place him as numero uno. You guys aren't even probably in my top five. Well, <laughs> okay then. There's probably, there's LaFleur, there's my buddy John, who I haven't talked to in probably about 12 years. Um, there's uh, my best friend in sixth grade, uh, Tommy Hines, who I haven't seen since uh, sixth grade. So he's up there. Uh, so Goldust is actually getting some action in here, and he's being uh, Screech. Now. Screech is one of my best buds. Scree- Screech is the gr- he's he's great. That dude texted me the other day a joke that I said on the podcast again, and I said, "What are you talking about?" <laughs> he texted me the other day, and he was like, "What's uh, Screech's best wrestling match? Like Dustin Diamond?" And I was like, I don't think he ever rustled. And then, then he didn't reply to me. But that's our well, he friendship. Did have a boxing, you know? He just he had a boxing match in TNA, dude. No, that's true. But he didn't have so, like an actual wrestling match. No, but that, you got to count that. What is belt about? No, I'm not doing that. Um, but yeah, I, I I had to remind Screech. So when you listen to this, Screech, once again, you probably hear this. And when you hear me say this, you're going to have to say, hey, I heard on the In Your House 4 episode this joke. Because I'm going to forget by uh, tomorrow, probably. Yeah. I don't know. Austin, are you alive? You haven't moved. He didn't like the comment you made that we're not in top five. I was never even close. You were never. This was MySpace. You're, I'd have like my top three shown, and and you wouldn't be there. Would I be number three? No, it'd be it'd be Tom, the MySpace guy, as Jenny just got thrown into the ring pose. You'd put Tom as number one. Yeah, Lafleur, and then um, John from sixth grade. <laughs> yeah, John from sixth grade. Okay, here's the problem. Do you even talk to that motherfucker? John, no. I told you I don't. No. Matthew. Yeah. Mm. He just texted me saying, am I going to a Super Bowl party? And I was like, no. Yeah, sounds like you guys are real fucking close. I'm not going to go be part of a super spread situation. Because there's going to be other people there that I don't know. Oh, yeah. That's risky. Yeah. And I don't know if they're going to have it or not. 
Goldust with a vertical suplex from the apron into the ring. Let's just say now I know where I stand, buddy. Listen, if I, the day I get married, if I get married, okay. No, thanks. You guys will be there. No, thanks. In the crowd. In the crowd, in the back pew. Yeah, no, thanks. I'm going to take my cat to the vet that day. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Take my dog out to go to the bathroom. I'll be back. You got damn right. It's trash day that day. Can't make it. Yeah. Yep. No, you you guys in LaFleur are my are my best friends. It's not even really it's not even close. There's nobody else in the equation. Yeah, so by default, boy, that makes me feel fucking good. Yeah. Mm. Hopefully I'll take, someday I'll take by, by default friendship. <laughs> well, here's the thing, okay? I know that you guys are each other's best friends. I'm not either one of your guys' number one, which is you guys, fine. You guys are both my number one. That's ridiculous. Dallas, the day you that you the day you get married, okay? I'm not going to. To that, yeah, you are. To that girl that you were just going to hook up with, and that turns out you actually have uh, feelings for, and then you're you know start dating, and now you're living together. And I, what the fuck is that guy? <laughs> okay. What the fuck? That was the weirdest thing I've ever seen in my life. Is Goldust hits a DDT? Why do they go to a weird guy in the crowd? <laughs> what the hell is Holy that? Holy shit! <laughs> is that um, Taker guy? The f- I don't know what that was. Um, okay. That just I took love- me out of this match oh, real quick. You just, I don't know. That's not the rocker dropper, is it? I don't know, I thought- but Goldust is getting his ass beat. Yeah, well, he just hit like a famous or type of thing. Now he's going to the top. I think this is the rocker dropper, really. Which is a... F- well, he, no, Goldust avoided it. <laughs> and then he just landed Marty on his feet and hit an elbow. Yeah, Marty didn't even try. He was like, I'm not taking that bump, dude. That's funny. Uh, but all right, Dallas, I know that if you, when you get married, you're going to be like, Hey, you want to be my best man? I don't know, dude. I don't know. Dallas has got a lot of new weird friends that he hangs out with all the time. (laughs) They're new and weird. Yeah. He met him on like Tinder or something. So like, I don't know. They're closer (laughs) than I am. Might be easier. Might be a cheaper plane, you know, ticket. They don't have to buy one. So I might not be Um, in that position. Well, let me just say to be fair. Also, Bob. I, I couldn't have you stay next to me even if I wanted you to because you, you'd make me look way too small. So that so you just answered my question. So yeah, I'd be so, like I wouldn't even be up there. Yeah, you're right. I'd I'd fill it up with everyone else. <clears throat> oh, front uh, suplex there by Goldust. Well, and to be fair, Bob, I Clean wouldn't win. be yours because I don't even really know your girlfriend. So how can I be in your wedding? What do you mean? I've seen her in person, I think, one time. Well, to be fair, you do live in Orlando. I mean, and also to be well, fair, it's not a matter of so, how well you know I mean, my girlfriend, to be how well you know me. Well, I got to be able to support the couple. And right now, man, jury's out. I don't know her. She wow. could be in it for the money. Joke's on her. That's the truth. Someone better fill her in because <laughs> she's been playing the wrong game, man. I don't know what the hell she's talking about. <laughs> How did Goldust just win? I missed it completely. So like a fucking uh, front suplex. Yeah, Janetti went for the top rope fist drop, okay. which I think is the rocker dropper. If I'm I wrong, think I'm it sure. Is. No, I think I'm it sure is. Mike Campbell will message me on Facebook and be like, "Dope, dope, Bob, it's called this." And I'll be like, "No, Facebook. I think it is. I think it is." Yeah. Well, so he missed that because Goldust got his boot up. Right. And then Goldust did a front suplex. 
to uh, win the match clean. One, two, three. Okay, That's well, I'm going to be honest here. Uh, I don't like Goldust or like his matches so far. Well, I like Goldust. And I didn't think that was so bad. Speaking of Mike uh, Campbell, I, I ignored his message here on, on accident. I don't know who messages somebody at 825 at night when I'm clearly sleeping. What? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah cuz we all go to bed that early. Well, I do. Okay, when I got to work at fucking 3:30 in the morning. Yeah, I fucking we're all, go to sleep. We're all grandpas. We go yeah. to bed at 8:25. You know, let's say one two three kids on the phone with his parents. He's getting yelled at for doing something stupid. <laughs> so, well, according to Mike Campbell, though, he said uh he said Jamie Dundee for whatever that's worth because you know what? Jamie Dundee isn't very reliable. Uh, as you guys will remember, we we saw PG thirteen recently on Raw. Yeah, in the USWA. So according to Jamie Dundee, PG thirteen were in line to go full time with Vince and get a push. <laughs> However, Jamie, the source here, no showed a USWA TV uh, taping because he got all fucked up, and Lawler told Vince not to take them. Wow, I don't know how much I believe that. I don't know. I, yeah, I don't think I would do either. Because, again, it's Jamie Dundee. And it's PG fucking whatever the fuck. PG-13, yeah. PG-13. And uh, were they that impressive on TV? Uh, Not really. Did they stick out like a sore thumb? Yeah. Yeah, they did. Well, let's not forget they had their title belts for hubcaps. Right. Exactly. That definitely happened. And like we discussed, (sighs) PG-13 and WA is one thing. Yeah, okay. Uh, national TV? International company? Probably not. I don't think they no, translate. Oh my god, look at There's a fucking ladder that they get Mabel up on the thing with. Yep. There goes that oh, illusion. That is funny as fuck. Well, because you know they're not deadlifting that thing while he's sitting on it. There's no I guess, way. I guess I didn't think about how he necessarily got up there, but now I know. Yeah, there's no. You gotta climb the ladder. Well, don't they usually do it backstage? No, um, I don't. I don't think so because then you can't get him out of the curtain. How have we not seen a Mabel ladder match if he's already climbing ladders for a match, or for this how, thing? How does Mo have a job? <laughs> Fucking Yokozuna just standing there. Is anybody even talking? Oh, Cornette is, no. Yeah. You're absolutely correct, McMahon. Yokozuna could fit in the hot tub with my wife. Did you guys watch uh, his uh, documentary? I haven't yet. We were actually talking about that off air, too. Uh, I did, and I thought it was very good. It was very for like refreshing to see that it was a different story than you know the same 12 that we hear at least twice a year from different documentaries. Whether it's fucking Mankind in the Hell in a Cell or some other bullshit. Right. It was just nice to hear a story that I didn't know. Yeah, I thought that was great. Yokozuna's. You liked it too? Yeah, I thought it was a, like an honest look at it, really. Yeah, which I liked. Yeah. yeah and I'm you're right, it's, it's not the Mankind thing where it's like, yeah, my nose, my, uh, my tooth was sticking out of my nose and <laughs> I, I was hurting. Just the same shit over yeah. and over. Yeah, or like DX or the NWO yeah. or just the right. Monday Night Wars. It's yeah. like you get the same stories, and of course you get the WWE version of the stories. So right, it's just it is nice that they they're doing more content. These I icons, remember things are gonna yeah. be good. Watching the uh, Monday Night War 
documentary series that they had. And just being so pissed off when they were like, WCW was nothing. They were horrible. WWE figured it out and killed them. WCW had like one episode where it's like, oh yeah, they like won for 83 weeks, but then, uh, nope, they suck. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But that's WWF for you. What can you do? I can't wait for the rise and fall of uh, Impact Wrestling, which will be all of about episode and a half. Okay. So, um, but that's why I like listening to Eric Bischoff's podcast and like when they, well, when they watch WCW with uh, Tony Schiavone, because you kind of get their side to it where they're like, yeah, some stuff we did was really fucking stupid, but we also did have some good stuff. Yeah. And also, we failed because of the merger, not because they f- fucking necessarily. Yeah, that's what nobody understands. That's what nobody understands is that the AOL Time Warner merger is what fucking killed them. They were still selling tickets. Well, to oh. a point. Yeah. Yeah. Those arenas were empty. Well, yeah. you know that's what I said to Bob during my my end my two thousand two thousand one watch along. I was doing because I was like, Bob, these arenas are full, and yeah, I get like. They probably gave away a lot of those tickets, but sure. the fucking arena is still full. Right. And the fans weren't... It's not like in the impact zone in, in 2010 where people are just like, oh, we're just going to go because we're at Universal. I mean, these fans were like excited to be there, at least. If you're giving away tickets and the fans are excited, at least they're fucking excited. Here's, here's what WWF did better than WCW. It wasn't a lot of things. Just a couple. Uh, they negotiated their fucking deals with talent way better. They had way better merchandising and t-shirt shit put together. Who? Wait, who did this better? WWF. Okay, yeah. Uh, so you have those two things. You also... It, it's, it doesn't even come down to, like, booking or storylines or production. Like, and that's all they ever talk about. It's the little stuff. And then for WCW not to get wow. basically renewed, that is what ended them. And not only that, the live shows for WWF did way better historically than they ever did for WCW. Like their house show stuff. Yeah. So between that stuff and them getting screwed over with the TV deal. Yeah. It makes sense. But it does not come down to talent or booking, you know, or that stuff. Well, my favorite narrative is uh, either the finger poker doom is what killed it or David Arquette winning the championship. No, no. Right. Neither one of those really. Did it knock down credibility? Absolutely. Absolutely. Did it kill WCW? No. No. Uh, well, what's killing this pay-per-view right now is that we have Mabel and Yokozuna. They started off trading some strikes, and then Yokozuna knocked Mabel through the ropes to the floor. Now they're just standing in the ring, and now they're locking up again. I, I don't anticipate a lot of suplexes or slams in this match. I was going to say, I think all we're going to get is punches back and forth in this one. Yeah. <laughs> Ducks a clothesline. Shocker. Leaping clothesline to knock Yokozuna off his feet. No, guys, in the documentary, did they tell the secret of where he keeps his nuts for winter or no? They didn't bring it up, actually. No. 
I don't know how you couldn't, but... Here I you didn't go. Check... Come on, hit the post. Hit the post. Hit the I post. didn't check the uh, hidden gem section. That might be located oh, okay. over there. And then Jim Cornette comes over. He's like, hey, I know my diaper's full, but if you need me to hold some of those nuts, let me know, and I'll shove them in. And Mr. Fuji's like, I don't know why the fuck I'm here, but here I am. Yeah, I don't yeah. know what Fuji has done since about late 94. He's getting the free check. That's what he's doing, brother. Well, he hasn't even, like, literally... He's never even, like, thrown the salt. He's done nothing at all. Nothing. I kind of feel like he is this era's version of Captain Lou, where he just wanders out the ringside, and they're just like, well, he's here. <laughs> Here's the thing. <laughs> Me and Dallas talked about this off here, off air. Here's the thing. Anything with Yokozuna, and anybody who argues this doesn't know what they're talking about. Anything after WrestleMania 10 with Yokozuna is not worth watching. WrestleMania 10 is the proverbial nail in Yokozuna's coffin. He's done after that. And he, you could even, I'd even support an argument that he was done before that. I would say WrestleMania 10 is for sure the cap. As soon as he loses that strap and doesn't ever get it again, it's done. It's over. Uh, have we pay, have we noted about Mabel's hair being padded down? Yeah, it's weird. Uh, it was recently. It was on Raw recently, which was very odd. Is it braided? No, I don't think so. I don't think it is. Unless it's like um, twists, maybe. Or like, yeah, or like in the back. Yeah, yeah. yeah something. I need, like I need a good look at it, but I'm not a fan. I haven't been a fan of Mabel since he was even a thing. Since Yoko's ever. pummeling Mabel with red hands. And don't worry, King Mo did stop, or Sir Mo stopped at Burger King before the match. He does have his uh, Mighty Kids meal crown on. Good. Yeah. I was, just, I was wondering. At least three nuggets. What, what the, the fuck? fuck was that? Are you shitting me? Uh, hit the post, okay. hit the post, hit the post. So Mabel just did a like a running bulldog. He fell to the mat. Yoko didn't, but then Yoko delayed himself and like fell to the floor. Okay. I don't know what the hell that was. Oh, okay. Mabel gets sent into the post shoulder first. He hit it pretty good. What is going on here? Oh, <laughs> what the fuck? Mo hit Cornette and then Yoko fell on top of Cornette and they both got counted out. Um, what the fuck? Are you serious right now? Oh my right now? god, what a horrible finish. What was that? Now, here, here's you know, the thing. We, we, why ever even booked this match? Why? They filmed the card. Now, here's my thing, though. Is oh, This officially is a double count. Okay. So, we we're just comparing this to Fall Brawl. And I think this show is definitely pulling the WCW of like, oh, the matches aren't bad. And then it's like, what the fuck is that finish? Yeah, the finishes yeah, have shit. Yeah. I 100% support that. Well, Yoko and Mabel are getting back in the ring. They're like, like we need to here. do this now. They're going to be you... like, they're going to hug. Jim Ross is like, are they going to restart it? Cornette's Cornette. like, fuck, I literally just shit my pants. Was, so. Yeah, you just got splashed. Oh, boy. What are they doing? Are they going to do anything? Are they good Cornette, now? 
Hornet's whispering to the ref, hey, you want to come to my hot tub later? Whoa. <laughs> Fucking hot tub. They're scaring their managers here. Cornette and Mo are about to shake hands or something? Or they did? This match is making me on. Fuck. Cornette wants them to shake hands, but they're hesitant on that idea, I guess. We're really, like, overplaying this shit. Yeah. Okay, we've got to raise our arms. Joke. Oh, they just hugged. Uh, what the The crowd's fuck? booing. The crowd is okay. booing this right now. What the fuck? So they just beat each other up, and then the managers were like, don't do this, and they're like, okay. Oof. Wait, okay. we're getting something. There's some. They just mentioned something about Survivor Series, and now we're getting yeah. an Undertaker thing. This is bullshit. Bret Hart. Oh, so the Survivor Series, Bret Hart will wrestle the WWF champion. Um, that's a pretty Number big 19. announcement just randomly thrown in there. Yeah. So Bret Hart will challenge either Diesel or British Bulldog at Survivor Series 1995 on November 19th. And I guess The Undertaker will be returning at Survivor Series to lead a team, I, I guess. Great. That usually works out pretty well. Okay, so they're saying that in your house, or not in your house, Survivor Series will have the uh, eight-man Survivor Series match. There's going to be a wild card match. Whatever that means. Friends look, and foes. Look at King trying to take the fans' Bret Hart poster. I like that they're basically putting it on his head. There'll be more information about the wild card match tomorrow night on Raw. We're at a time check here of one hour, six minutes, and 35 seconds. Yeah. They Doc just called to go to Doc Hendricks, but he's in the ring yeah. instead. Okay. So he brings out Dean Douglas, who's going to be awarded the WWF Intercontinental Championship. Thank God. He's the Intercontinental Champion I always wanted. I don't get it. He's pretty happy about it. What has Dean Douglas actually done? Uh, he beat Hakushi once. Well, um, do you guys think that if Shawn Michaels wasn't beat up, sended, whatever it ended up actually being, do you think that Dean would have actually beat him on the show? No Absolutely way. not. No way. No. Which is why this sucks and why I don't... Like Bob said, if you're going to do this, have it be vacant, and then whoever wins, wins this fucking strap. Yeah, there's no way he would he would beat Shawn Michaels. I would have just scrapped the match, honestly. I just pulled it off, not even said nothing. Oh, Shawn can't compete tonight. The match has been rescheduled. Yeah, well, what's shitty, too, is that they promoted that he was going to be wrestling this entire time. Right. And then he's not. And he's arguably one the most popular guy right now. Right. Oh, this awful jacket he's got yeah, on. Yeah, what, what is he wearing? Because he's carrying he holding, the belt. Yeah, why is he holding like that? Vince probably told him. 
Oh, he looks so sad. I got beat up by nine Marines in Syracuse, New York, because of how I was hitting on one of he looks the Marines' girlfriends. What does this jacket say? Come on, show it. Pele, uh, Pele? Pele, Pele, yeah. Fuck does that mean? Look Come at the guys on the shoulders there. Utah. I sit you up and down that I've got a sexy butt. I'm looking at sexy Is it the soccer player guy? Probably. That's not how you spell that, though, for Pele. I don't know. At least I don't think it is. Sean's sad. He doesn't want to give him the ball. He's like, oh, I guess I'm... Sean ain't stripping tonight. <laughs> well, kind yeah. of. Of the title. Hey! Hey! So, Pele Pele was a Detroit-based hip-hop brand mm. uh, that recently went out of business only a year ago. Oh, wow. wow. So, Shawn Michaels' blood is, or eye is all bloodshot and stuff, so I have a feeling he got beat up pretty good. He definitely oh, yeah. had two black eyes. Yeah, man. It was, the, it was nine Syracuse Marines. Oh. That doesn't mean they literally gave him two black eyes. Why not? They could have shoved him around a little bit. But no, he looks like he got fucked up. <laughs> shoved him around a little bit. He's not. You know what? He's going to say, fuck you, gorilla. He's going to super kick Dean. He's going to pin him. That's what I would fucking do. You can feel the emotion as Shawn Michaels is start slowly um, being reborn as Christian. But he won't actually make full rebirth until 2003. <laughs> 2002. It's a half birth. Yeah. Yeah, he's just starting. He didn't He didn't quite lose his smile just yet, but this is definitely, it's tilting down. Yeah. It's slowly getting away from him. He's like, maybe that, maybe that broad wasn't worth it, but, you know. Her hair was the same color as the title. <laughs> um, but you know what? I got about 18 fists in my face. Here you go. Just take the fucking belt. Dean Douglas is like, no, fuck you. It's mine. Ah, that's an A plus for me. <laughs> you all been, you all been learned. Is do you lose the level of uh, credibility when you have to tell people I got beat up in North Syracuse? Yeah. Well, then you say it's Marines, and everyone's like, oh yeah. I got my ass kicked in Cicero, New York, and they're like, what? You just you've changed the city three times now. Can you fucking pick I got, one? I got my ass kicked in Liverpool, New York. <laughs> Have you ever been to Maddydale? Well, you better not, because that's where I got fucking beat up. Have you ever been to Maddydale? <laughs> <laughs> don't even don't even talk about Camillas, because that's rough. Sean's like, well, I'm leaving now. Well, you know what's really <laughs> gross. Shawn Michaels probably got paid twenty five grand for literally saying and doing nothing. Well, did you think that they made him come out almost like to, um, almost as like a punishment? Like, why did you do that shit? And so now you got to come out here instead of just taking it away from him. Yeah, I don't know. I sort of feel like that because this seems very odd to me. So Shawn Michaels won't be back until what? Royal Rumble. Surprise entrant. Well, he looks fine. So, fine. knowing the World Wrestling Federation, he'll probably be back on Raw. And they're going to be like, why do we take the belt off him again? <laughs> okay. 
Look, he's sad. He's like, fuck, there's a fern right here. I'm going to cry into the fern. A fern. I'm gonna fucking Dramatic. This guy's driving me nuts. As soon as he goes back through the curtain, he gets fucking too sweeted by Nash. Probably. Hard-fought win there by Dean Douglas. I mean, he prevailed some stiff competition. Look at that. IC champ. Razor Ramon pulling double duty tonight. This man really promoting it. Here he comes. Say hello to the bad guy. Now here at Dean Douglas Chico, you see, Shawn Michaels might have got beat up in a parking lot, but the last time the bad guy was in a parking lot, I blew a guy's brains out, Chico. Oh, I thought you were about to say he blew something else. This doesn't seem like a brand that Shawn Michaels would be associated with. You don't think he's a, into hip hop music? I don't know. I I don't know. I guess. Well, now to be fair, Razor Ramon and Dean Douglas definitely make sense since he keeps like, I feel like they keep picking on each other. So yeah. hopefully, at least it sort of makes sense that they're fighting each other. Yeah, I just don't like it when there's a wrestler on a show multiple times. That's why I don't really like King of the Rings because you see the same guy three times. Right. You know? That stuff just drives me nuts. Yeah, no, I agree. Now, if I was Dean Douglas, I would just lose by count out. Why do I have to win? <laughs> I don't have to win. Just leave. That's that's true. You think as a teacher, you'd be smart, but I don't remember there being any type of uh, stipulation where if you lose by count out, you lose the belt. Do you like that the back of his tights just has a big exclamation point? Well, I like that the the bottom is right on his uh, butthole. Well. The dot. That's the best part of it. You're not supposed to pay attention to that, Bob. Yeah, well, I did. I think it's very important to note, to note here that Razor Ramon didn't toss his toothpick in both of the matches. So he's probably feeling real weird. What are the odds that Razor wins the strap? Uh, I'm going to say 150%. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Time check here. We're at an hour 14, 54, 5, 6, 7. So about an hour and 15 minutes in. Yep. I don't know. I don't really have an interest in seeing Dean Douglas and Razor Ramon. I know they've been hyping it. I know that this is the match that they've kind of more so promoted. But to get it here in this way, I don't know. I'm just not super sold on it. You, what I would do is uh, I'd have Savio Vega come out and win the belt. He should have been the IC champion for months now. What do you do? You have Sean say, oh, I picked you an opponent tonight or something? Yeah. Yeah. And then you have Bam Bam Bigelow walk out, and then Sean be like, no, 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 no. No, not you, Bam Bam. Savio Vega. And then Sid comes out dressed as Savio Vega. Right. And it's, it's Sidio Vega. There you go. Now we're talking. Well, I have, I have good news. Although he didn't tell us. He told a different uh, podcast group. But it showed up in my feed. So I'm a little disrespected by this. 
But uh, Mick Price has good news. Okay. Longtime listeners, he will be starting his new mental health job once all of his initial stuff clears, which I'm assuming is a background check. Wait, Austin told us that already. Yeah, but it's like official. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's exciting. He was was super pumped about it, so. Yeah, before, wasn't it like he interviewed for it? So I remember seeing that. Not necessarily that he got it. Yeah, and he told me that, uh, you know, he was excited to uh, be switching positions and working with something more near and dear to his heart. So, uh, yeah, he told me that it was in the mental health field and that he was looking forward to it. So that's pretty cool that he seems to be in the final stages then. Yeah, and you know what? This is inspiring me. I think I'm going to start focusing on something better for my life and I've always enjoyed taking my clothes off. So I think I'm going to start applying for stripping jobs. Well, here's the thing. You could probably make some money, Bob. What are you trying to say? You, you check like two out of the three boxes that women look for. What, what is one that I don't check? Uh, Six pack. Wow. I have a keg, bitch. And last time I checked, there's more in a keg than there is in a six pack. Then you didn't ask what the boxes you did check were. Uh, height and humor. Close. Okay. Height and personality. No, no. They don't care about that when you're stripping. Oh, okay. What? Uh, I picked height and hairy body. There's not a lot of women that like a hairy body. I'll tell you that. I think closetly, most of them do. I know. Like, they're not outward with it, but, like, secretly, they fucking love it. Now, if anybody is listening and and trying to picture me naked, basically, just picture A-Train from SmackDown, 2003. uh, In the height of, like, a Gene Snitsky. And ironically, my teeth are similar to Gene Snitsky's. So. What? Yeah, Gene Snitsky. No, it, you want to picture Bob naked? Think of like gray silly putty that accidentally rolled under your couch. Wow. This is just really <laughs> hurtful. <laughs> if you guys want to picture Dallas naked, just picture a fresh lasagna coming out of the oven. Ooh, and just nothing but mm. gooey cheese. That's basically his stomach. It's just goo, gooey cheese dripping on the side of a plate. No, when I think of Dallas's body, I you know, have you ever seen like American Dad? Oh yeah, my, I know. Fucking, I knew you were gonna say this. So too. the alien guy on American Dad, like that's oh, Dallas. Christ! <laughs> what the fuck? It's not yeah. as bad anymore. But that's uh, what yeah. I don't think it was that bad, but dude, whatever. Come on, come on. <laughs> I don't know. And me, I've just been overweight my whole life, so there's just no even sugarcoating that. I prefer to be overweight, it's more fun. As Ramon it, just fucking punched Douglas off the apron. It's funny because I was talking to my mom about what my goal weight is, and uh, I'd like to be at 180 pounds. That's what no. I'd like to be. No, that's stupid. Um, and she goes, well, when was the last time you weighed that? And I said, uh, probably third grade. And she fucking busted out laughing, but yeah, I, really... dude, I don't remember. 
I would definitely weighed 180 in like sixth grade. Yeah, I know. No doubt about it. I know. I I don't know. I don't remember. Ramon with a vertical suplex from the apron into the ring. We've seen that about 155 times tonight. Yeah, everybody's kind of mailing it in when it comes to uh, the in-ring stuff. It's either a suplex from the apron or a bag trap tonight. Yeah. Overall trend. Right. Dean Douglas is selling good for Razor, though, so that's kind of adding to the match. Yeah. Dallas is awfully quiet tonight. Dude, that last match killed it for me, and now this match is fucking, like, I just don't even want to see it. Well, what do we have left? Just Bulldog? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, we do. the main event after this. I don't know, guys. I'm still pulled out of it by Goldust. I was kind of bummed out. I wasn't really impressed. I don't think it was a great debut match necessarily. Yeah, I don't think it was. I feel like he got his ass kicked too much. Exactly. And they, dude, they've been doing that with these debuts. The guy gets fucking destroyed, hits one move, and then ends up winning. It just doesn't make sense. I I enjoyed the first three matches. Yeah. But since then, I don't know. The Mabel Yokozuna one fucking killed me. Well, that one killed me. At least it was only maybe a couple of minutes long. Yep. It was like, yeah, I think it was five. And then, oh, great. You know, every time Razor Ramon tries for the Razor's Edge by the ropes, he gets bad drop. When is he going to learn? He's been doing that for three years. This match is frustrating, too, because I don't believe Dean Douglas has a chance in hell winning this. I think we're going to be surprised. I think he's going to win. I don't know. He's just not a They don't know what they're doing with either of these guys. Razor has no direction. Well, that's why I don't think they're going to give him the belt. Yeah. And Dean Douglas is like kind of feuding with Razor, kind of feuding with Sean. He's just, there's no clear cut situation. He keeps keeps taking notes during main event matches and stuff too, like featured matches. Right. Right. Well, if I'm booking this, you have to think, where is there more value in your IC titles? And on Dean Douglas or Razor Ramon? The obvious answer is Razor Ramon. So even if he doesn't have direction, you're probably it's probably easier to put him in a direction as champion. Is he just choke slams Dean Douglas, although his hand was not on his throat midair? That was pretty bad. <laughs> so that's weird. Dude, stop bringing it up. Let's see your fucking choke slam, buddy. You know what? I would put the belt on Ramon, and then at Royal Rumble, you do Ramon Kid for the IC title. I don't know. Here, okay, here's the problem. And I hate to say this. Here's the problem. Razor Ramon has fallen almost into the same category as Lex Luger in the fact that we've seen a lot of him. Mm-hmm. He's floundered around a lot. He's kind of back and forth as far as what we want him to be. And really, title-wise, he doesn't fit perfectly anywhere. So I guess what I'm saying is it's time for Razor to maybe be looking elsewhere at this time. If I'm Razor, I'm thinking, holy shit, either I need to take some time off or I need to look at some other contract options. Now, you see, I feel like we've seen a lot of him, but then there's still a lot that he hasn't done. Yeah. So, and of course, I'm referencing being like a world champion. 
I don't. I feel like that door is closed. I mean, I don't know. If he were to win the ninth, let's say he won the nineteen ninety six uh, Royal Rumble, right? And let's say Diesel's the world champion heading into WrestleMania twelve. I don't know what just happened here. The it's referee just counted pin, like I a think. double pin. Yeah, yeah but Dean, he's under. He's under Dean the has rope. His, yeah, Dean has his foot underneath the rope. Great. This is going to be Which, some stupid. It was thing. very. Yeah, it was very clear that he was under the rope. Yeah. But I could get behind a Razor Diesel WrestleMania 12 main event with Ramon winning the strap. I don't know. I don't know. I think, unfortunately, it's when it comes to Razor, it's all about who he's in there with. And Diesel. Are you kidding me? That's how he won the belt? No way. Okay. No way. Jesus Christ. You're joking. Start tracing it, baby. W. Yeah, if I'm Shane Douglas, dude, I'm fucking out of here. Dean Douglas is going to be like, I'm going back to E. Yeah. Here's your replay. He won with a back suplex. A back suplex. You can see now Dean moves his right foot under the ropes, right? Like before even the two count, I think, right? One, two, right there. The ref should have seen that in his peripheral. He should have, at least you're going to bullshit, at least try to make it look like you can't see it. Is that really how he won this belt right now? Oh, my God. On a back suplex. Oh, my God. To win on a back suplex, you know, you'd and he's have to be fireworks. It'd have to be like a grueling match. That match felt like it went six minutes and there was really nothing going on for the most part. And Dean Douglas is fresh as a fucking daisy because was he had one match ever? That that was horrible. Yeah, what a that was dumb bad. finish. I don't know. I don't wow. know. I would have just left it on Douglas if you're going to give it to him after Sean. Well, Sean's crying on the phone. I'm talking to his therapist. He's talking to the Marines, and they're calling him a pussy. Probably. He's calling the Jesus hotline. They're like, Sean, did you know that if you come to church, not only could you win back Do you, the you get You get to fight. talk to – what are fans asking him? You know, we were at the bar, and I don't know, just uh, punched in the face. Um, but did it hurt? Did it hurt <laughs> when, like, the nine Marines, you know, kicked your butt? How old are you, kid? I'm, um, 12. Yeah, well, uh, grow some hair on your nuts and call back when he hangs up. <laughs> Who's getting fireworks now, God damn it! Bret Hart, and he's not even wrestling on the pay-per-view. It's oh. pretty interesting. Yeah. Like, Brett, you're from Canada, right? Go out there. Oh, I want that jersey. That's cool. Jerry Lawler's pissed. Look, he had to put his crown on before he could stand up to yell at (laughs) Brett Hart. Isn't that the same, like, jersey that Brett used for the uh, spear with Goldberg? I think it's the same team. 
I think it's. I think the one he had for that was white, though, right? Yeah. What the fuck? Bret Hart's attacking Jerry Lawler. All right. Okay, so Bret's gonna be on commentary because whoever wins this, he wrestles at Survivor Series. Oh. Like Lawler was like gonna attack him from behind, and then the camera ignored that, so he just backed off. All right. Go get him, Brett. Well, Where's that just team? Looked... It's I think it's the Hitman. I think that's a hockey yeah, team. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah well, he wore a uh, Toronto Maple Leafs jersey for the. Spirit. Oh yeah. You did. know what, Dallas? You're the type of guy that would go fucking look that up. Well, yeah, because I didn't. I didn't think that's what it was. So I yeah. Had... Okay. Well, you don't watch WWE. Well, he's worn he's wore this jersey before these guys before. These yeah, hitmen. there there is a different. Uh, image here of him in a black version of that, like yeah. just black and red. So, yeah, that's great. God, you know, sometimes this Dallas just pisses me off. Oh, yeah. I can tell, buddy. Fucking drives me nuts. How's it going, Vince? Uh, just looked over my WCW contract, and boy, it was embarrassing. Hopefully, I can get some more money out of him. What do you say? Well, uh, you got to do what's uh, best for you there, Brett. You know, Dallas, I'm, I'm, bizarre. Re- I'm, I'm really bitter about you, by the way. Because you asked the Why? simplest of questions to the major pod, and then I asked the question of, did Matt Cordona get any in, uh, advice from Chelsea Green about going to Impact? And they didn't answer. They didn't ask it. I know. Your question was definitely better than mine. What a nerd. I- and I still got on. Yeah, and, well, you, you want to know uh, what Dallas's question was? Uh, hi, Matt Cordona. Who do you want to wrestle at Impact? Here's a sign yeah, by Tony. Are fucking kidding me? Yeah, he fucking answered it. And then did you see what they wrote on the envelope when they sent it? I, I tweeted it out. He wrote Dallas Page. Uh, I was dying. Dallas Page? Yeah, like Diamond Dallas Page. Yeah, it was yeah like, I get it. So, so Matt Cardona wrote Dallas Page Gridley. Get the fuck out of here. Did he really? Yeah, I, I tweeted it. Yeah. Two dudes with attitudes. I love it. Would you wear that shirt? Yeah, dude. I'd wear any wrestling t shirt. I don't care. I, Except I don't the Bobby like Heenan one we it. bought you. Yeah, he doesn't like that one. Yeah, I know. That's funny. Dallas Page Gridley. He ignored it. Do you notice that? All right, Davy Boy Smith. He's here. Here he fucking comes, buddy. He's Big like, fucking D. Hold on. I'm here with Diesel. Diesel, Dude. what's happening? Big Daddy. You want to know what I would have done right here? Had hmm. Diesel punch him? What? Did you just say we're going to get funky? That's weird. Anyway, so Doc Hendricks was, you know, going up to Diesel. What if when Diesel turned around, it was just Glenn Jacobs as fake Diesel? (laughs) (laughs) Oh. That's what I would have (laughs) done. Go get him, Diesel. No. Big Daddy Cool with all the smoke. Kind of a weird camera angle of him, but okay. Walking up from behind. Oh, now he's slapping hands. Dun, 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 
right, so how much time we got left on this? Uh, wow, we got about 20 minutes still. We're at 132.13 on a show that is 154.07. Diesel power. Bret Hart putting both these guys over as being really strong men. Got that right. Yeah, he's not wrong. You know who's stronger, though? Jim Cornette. No, that's not true. Bull. Cornette's weak. I could beat up Jim Cornette. I don't know, dude. He fell off the scaffold. That's not even true. Blew both of his knees out. <laughs> Fucking broke. I'm buying a Calgary Hitman jersey. I got to I got to buy a shirt too. What are you buying? I was going to Oh, you know what? I know I was going to get you a present, Austin, for your birthday this year. We didn't agree to that. Yeah, but you know what? I know what I was going to get you. What? It was on Pro Wrestling Tees. Oh boy. And uh it was going to be an Irwin R. Shyster t-shirt. <laughs> He's got shirts on there? Yeah. Yeah. God. I thought maybe you would appreciate that since you are the biggest fanboy of Erwin R. Scheister. The man who was convinced that IRS against one, two, three kid is the best match at SummerSlam 1993. Yeah. No. It's not even remotely accurate. We're not even stung. We're locking right up. Guys, this this Bret Hart jersey is only forty eight dollars. That's not bad, really, for a jersey. From where? eBay. What size is it? Oh, I don't want to say. What size is it? Fucking small. So buy it, dude. Dude. Well, what are you gonna do? Hang it up? Suck buy it. it oh, I was gonna wear it. it. I can't wear it now because it's a fucking small. Buy it and stretch it out. It'll be fine. No. Jerseys are supposed to be big. Diesel with a forearm to knock down Bulldog. Oh, misses a clothesline. Crossbody attempt, but Diesel catches him with a power slam. And another power slam. Bulldog bailing to the floor. That hurt. Dallas, how does uh, how does Kaylee feel about this match? Probably oh, not. She just good. got home, so. Oh, she just got home. Yeah. Oh. So yeah, she just she just she uh, has really missed out tonight. Diesel just ramming Bulldog face first into the post. Uh, what's the last wrestling match that Kaylee watched? Um, we well we watched part of Raw together the other night, so something on Raw. So does she actively watch it, or does she, like, on a tablet or something? Usually um, on a tablet, but sometimes she'll watch. Okay. And but then, Austin, I, what's, the, what's the last match that Katie watched? Um, she was kind of watching the Yokozuna documentary when I had it on last night. Oh, wow. Although, 
Oh, something so goofy was on, and I was so embarrassed that it was on because it just seemed so shitty. Um, trying to think what it was. Yeah, I don't remember. It was it was it was not a very flattering wrestling match. Put it that way. Go behind by Bulldog and Diesel holds on to the ropes, but then Bulldog drop kicks him over the top of the floor. He just won the 1990s X Royal Rumble. Diesel staggered into Brett. Oh. He pie faced him, and then Brett's like, "Holy shit! I'm Canadian. I'm nice. He I won't." Shocked him. Oh, Bulldog with a chop lock on the right knee. I can't believe Hardy just pushed his entire face. I know. I'm pretty sure Diesel was just selling the right knee, and I think he just switched to the the left knee. Yeah, Uh, it does look like he did. Yeah, Yeah. and it everybody knows. Yeah, whatever. Everybody knows you gotta sell the you work the left knee. That's right, Bob. Now you're learning. Yeah, it's dumbass rule I've ever seen one. Dude, don't talk like that. Well, uh, Sarah, the last thing Sarah watched, I was, I think I was watching like a SmackDown from 2001. And Chris <laughs> Jericho was on the screen and she was like, is that Chris Jericho? And I was wow. like, yeah. But I think she was surprised with how like in shape he was in compared oh, wow. to like, today. To be fair, he's 50 oh. now. He's not really that in shape. I didn't say he was. But yeah. for I mean, he he's not doesn't look bad for fifty. He doesn't look great. If I look half as good as he does right now when I'm fifty, I'll be doing fine. Okay, Alice, at this rate, you probably won't even be alive. <laughs> oh, okay, DiGiorno. <laughs> I'll have you know, guys. All right. Yesterday, I got Domino's. Ooh, oh, and how wait, many how wait, many pizzas wait, did you have? Wait, wait. I stand corrected. On Monday. I got Domino's for uh, Bachelor Night. And I will have you know that on that night, I only had three slices. And then I put it in the refrigerator. No. Swear to God. You had self-control? What else did yeah. you order with it? Pasta or bread bowl? or? No, I had I had three slices of pizza and I had one slice of uh, spinach cheese bread thing. Is it because we're picking on you? Okay. No, I'm telling you, I'm really concerned about my breathing. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, it's not good. If I if I bend down to tie my shoes and when I stand upright, I have to take a deep breath. That's probably not a good sign. Mm. So yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah, I, I probably should change my ways about something. <laughs> <laughs> What tying my shoes and then I gotta stand up and I gotta go and you can't breathe. Yeah, that ain't good. What is Bulldog doing right now with his legs? We don't know. It, Nash it looks like know. he was trying. I think he was trying to put him in like a sharpshooter because Brett was like, "Well, that's one way to do it." It looks like a clover leaf, but not really. Yeah. Oh, well, what's the, the odds that Diesel gets hurt in this match too? He probably already is hurt. Yeah. He's stopping a mud hole here. One of my favorite Kevin Nash moments is when he tears his quad. Oh, my God. Cornette just did full body weight on his goddamn leg. So that definitely hurt him. Yeah. You know, it would make his uh, muscles feel better after this match, don't you? What? 
A dip in the hot tub. You're damn right. He's like, hey, you want to come meet Stacy? She's got her tits out. Oh, God. <laughs> She'll melt. You can, you can have some milk. Oh. oh, guys, I have a Vince Russo update. Oh, Holy okay. shit. Well, Bulldog just smashed Diesel's face into the ring set. So I've, uh, I've noticed on the good old Twitter that Vince Russo has been watching The Walking Dead. Yeah. Okay. Now, <laughs> about four days ago, he was on like season three, and now all of, a, all of a sudden he's on season eight. So I don't know what this guy does in his spare time other than watching, apparently, The Walking Dead. All yeah, he's got nothing to do. Well, wait a minute. Okay, well, one hour ago, Vince Russo just said, I just got banned, all caps, from a service company for simply questioning a price. So what you're telling me is no more Walking Dead then, right? Well, no. So with Walking Dead, he was on like season three, and he was like, oh, dude, I'm losing it. I'm not really into the show, whatever. And then four days later, he's on season eight, still bitching about it. (laughs) And I was like, well, I'm saying to myself, why are you still watching the show? Guys, why does it say voice of Brett Hitman Hart when we already know he's on fucking commentary? Because maybe if you're watching the pay-per-view, you're probably like, wait a minute, that's not Jerry Lawler. Who is that? Oh, boy. I think that's a very valid question. I think this is a very bizarre submission hold. Bulldog doesn't know what he's doing. Well, he's not in there with Brett. Of course not. Yeah. I, I'm, I the real, for, I'm the real hitman. I am a sucker for British Bulldog, Bill. Oh, Boston Crab. This guy is a man of a thousand holds. He's killing it. <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> a man of a thousand holds. He's crushing it. <laughs> yeah, he's crushing our attention into the fucking yeah. dust. So I'm going to tell you right now Diesel's in the corner Mind you, this guy is what, 6'11? you telling me you can't reach the fucking ropes from right here? What is he doing? Well look, Earl's in the way Well he's reaching for the turnbuckle pad Like no, Diesel, just reach the rope Earl was leaning on the rope That was probably pushing it further away, I guess But We only have about uh, 12 minutes left of the pay-per-view Oh my god Come on, Bulldog Diesel Reach the goddamn rope. Oh, he's powering it out. Oh, it up. leg strength. You know, he's got the strongest legs in the biz. They pop all the time and stuff, but and he walks sideways at this time. But I was going to say, he definitely doesn't have the strongest legs at all. I told you, his legs are like the Power Ranger action figure that you play with too much, and then the legs get all <laughs> fucking loose and fucked up. <laughs> oh, look at this. No, that's the high angle single leg. Another variation of a Boston Crab. Okay. I don't know what just happened. How did he get out of that? He just wiggled his leg? Hogan leg dropped. Why did Bulldog forget his whole moveset? (laughs) I think we need to see a press slam by Bulldog. Who gave Bulldog default number four's fucking moveset? That's a really good question. He's got a, like a knee bar on now. 
Every movie he does is a single leg Boston grab. Yeah. <laughs> his his X button on his controller is like stuck, so that's all it's doing is the same move. I don't think I've seen Bulldog do a single leg Boston grab ever. <laughs> Except tonight. Diesel firing some elbows and forearms to break free from Bulldog. You know what happened is when they first locked up, he goes, Kevin, Kevin, I'm fucked. <laughs> Another chop block. I bet you backstage, she was like, Kevin Nash, I've, uh, <laughs> I've been studying my submission holds with Stu. And I'll tell you, I made Stu tap 13 <laughs> times. And <laughs> Stu's over in the corner and he's like, Kevin, I tapped because I was bored. <laughs> I had to get out of the fucking dungeon. <laughs> What's Stu Hart doing at the pay per view? <laughs> <laughs> oh. How they never, how Diesel never powerbombs Stu Hart, I don't understand, man. That's a missed opportunity. He would just turn into dust. Uh, like making Harry his Potter here. Oh, oh, are we going to see another one? It's another uh -oh. knee bar. <laughs> I was hoping for a single leg. The crowd's going nuts for this guy who's done nothing the whole match. Well, you know what happened is Cornette probably talked to uh, a bulldog before the match, and he was probably like, well, I'll work his legs over. He's a big guy. And bulldog probably took that as exclusively work his legs over. He's a big guy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. that, that makes sense to me. The ref's like, come on, do something, god damn it. And look at that. Diesel literally shoved his boot up Bulldog's ass and then he shoved him out of the ring. Oh, man. Diesel's got to buy himself some time here, by God. By golly. Oh, I thought Diesel was going to jump off the middle rope and have his leg snap in half. That would have been great. I think Sid's going to come out and win the whole thing. You know who would have been a really good tag team? <sighs> Just for the promos. Sid in the British Bulldog. <laughs> no, I'm bizarre. No, I'm bizarre. I'm the bizarre one. And then Goldust would come in. And they know like, I'm bizarre. There's a triple threat team right there. there. I've ever seen it. I like it. Oh, shit. He smushed Bulldog's face, and it looked like it actually kind of hurt. These guys have been on the mat way more than I ever it's, would have anticipated. Yeah. Yeah. It's absolutely been. This is not good. Fucking Snoresville. Yeah, but I'll tell you what. I still think this is one of the better Diesel title matches we've seen in a while. Well... Yeah, I guess you're comparing it to Sid and Mabel. Like, yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. Super and, and yeah, like, after about the fifth Boston Crab, I was kind of like, <laughs> okay. But before that, I was I was pretty, like, into it. And then they really fucking killed it with that. Well, you know, Dallas, I take your taste in wrestling with a grain of salt, because you tend to like everything. No, that's not true. 
And yeah. don't forget, we're not just seeing single like Boston crabs. We're seeing modified English crabs. Because they haven't just been a straight up fucking regular application. Oh no. Oh wait, a back suplex. He could get the win just like Razor Ramon, but no, he can't make it. We've been we've getting some single leg soft shell crab. <laughs> I've noticed after every move, Vince McMahon goes to Brett and says, You know how that feels, don't you, Brett? And I feel like Brett has now started to ignore that question because he's tired of being like, yeah, it doesn't feel great to get a back suplex. (laughs) (laughs) All right, don't fake laugh at me, Dallas. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) This is what I got to deal with. All right, what do we think the finish is going to be? Powerbomb pin or what? (laughs) I feel like it's um, it's either gonna be a, he's gonna pop up power bomb and like it's gonna be so quick we're not even gonna see it and it's gonna be like what the fuck or it's gonna be like some disqualification that. or something. I think Diesel's gonna beat him with a big boot. Oh my god! Oh, <laughs> wait, the sharpshooter, Brett. How the fuck do you do this? Well, you know what? That's actually oh. better than how The Rock does it. So. Except the rock doesn't fall and can't come back up. He also doesn't have his legs hooked at all. But, you know, it's fine. Don't even worry about it. Fuck, Brett. This is hard. How do you do it? Yeah, Diesel easily uh, got out of that one. <laughs> if anybody, you know, that's where Earl should have done the screw job. He should have run the bell <laughs> right there. And the, yeah, Bulldog won. <laughs> He's really working these legs over, boy. Well, we tried for the power slam, but Diesel lands on top for a two count. Almost got him. We're in the final four minutes of the show. What's going to happen? You're telling me Bulldog wasn't strong enough to lift him up? Well, now he is. Now he can, yeah. Oh, Diesel breaks free. Oh, big boot! Fuck. Fuck. That's the big boot. Can he do it? No, he can't. He can. He's too tired. His leggies hurt. He's not going to get over there in time. Big cool daddy to his feet. He's calling toot toot. <laughs> All aboard the home train. <laughs> and Cornet into the ring. Fucking oh my god. Here we go. Here we fucking go. Let's screw the finish, oh. boys. What the fuck? Bulldog just decked Cornette. Get out of here. Fuck you, Cornette, for the way you sold that, you piece of shit. Yeah, he just flopped all over. Uh, I don't know, guys. I don't know. What the fuck was that? Dallas was like limp. Or not Dallas. Diesel was limping <laughs> towards Bulldog over the middle rope to do a splash, which is Dallas's favorite wrestling move. Then he jumped off the apron, and then he sold his knee as if it was hurting, if as if Bulldog had been working over it all night. What the what? fuck was that? What is that? Bulldog <laughs> sending Diesel into the post face first on the second try there. And so they fucked that up. It's like Diesel was tripping, so he didn't quite make Bulldog it. Bulldog just slapped Brett. And now Brett's attacking Bulldog, oh which is a disqualification. Hey, I called it. I called it. What the fuck? Come on. Bret Hart just That's caused good. Diesel to get disqualified, so that means British Bulldog won the match. Diesel coming in limping. 
What the, the hell, fuck? Brett? Get the hell out of here. You know, Brett, uh, Sean's banging Sonny. I don't know what you're doing, but uh, just thought you should know. That's why I pushed your face. I'm just so disgusted with you. Uh, oh, Diesel's attacking Brett. Brett's fighting back. They're trading shots. Does Brett have cowboy boots on? Uh, no. no. They have like, like work boots. Okay. So this is going to be the showdown for a Survivor Series right here. Technically, it's Diesel and Bret Hart right now. Oh, we've never seen that before. No, not at King of the Ring 94 and certainly not at Royal Rumble 95. <laughs> That's okay. Bret's like lost, so he kind of needs something like this to kind of do something again. Well, you don't want him to f- wrestle a dentist or a pirate? No. Oh. I want him to wrestle a pirate. The matches are good, but, like, what's it mean? Oh, he stole my jacket. I'm going to get it back. <laughs> like, no. Like, if it's for, like, the a title of some kind, maybe. You didn't even want to say Intercontinental. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. I, I almost did, and I didn't end up saying that. <laughs> <laughs> We're getting a fucking pull apart here. They got every official they could find backstage. And the smoking guns here, but they did not just get out of the shower this time, so they're not covered in no. snow. Right. Yeah, and they're and they're not barefoot. Okay, well that's weird. Henry Godwin's in there too. Apparently he's a top eight face. I didn't know that. <laughs> they're not gonna wait for Survivor series now. Oh, fuck Aldo Mintoya. We haven't <laughs> seen him in about eight years. His first pay per view appearance. Oh, that's how we're going off the air is these guys in a pull apart. So that was a good raw, guys. Yeah. That's a good raw finish right there. I don't know. Yeah, no kidding. I don't know about that. All right. So uh where are we at for in your house number four? Um I think it's easily the best in your house that we've seen of nineteen ninety five, if not the best pay per view. Well, I really? I don't know about the best pay-per-view. Do I think I agree with a lot of shit? Yeah. What pay-per-view was better? SummerSlam. I already For... forgot half what happened on I SummerSlam. Know. So to me, that makes it seem like no. Royal Rumble? Royal Rumble wasn't bad. Yeah, it's, this is not. This is probably the best in your house so far, but not. I don't know. The last I don't one even know if it's that bad. This is the best in your house. You can't even fucking deny that. So shut up. Bob. July, yeah. the July one might be better. No. With Sean and uh, and no. Jared, Rody and Kid. No. The show was better. Mm. But if you take out uh, Mabel and Yokozuna, this is a pretty good show. I'll I've, give you this. I'll give you this. Out I've of all the in your, house your houses. This is probably the most consistent from start to finish. There's not many, many, you know, peaks and valleys. It's kind of pretty, you know, flat across the board. Uh, I'm going to say that this was average because the first three matches were good and then the last three were not so great. The main event, like if they didn't bullshit with like the fucking Boston Crabs for 20 minutes, it would not have been a bad match. 
Like the beginning, yeah, I was I, I was in, who the I was agent in the beginning. Was for that. So you guys want to know a fun fact about that main event? Sure. You know what, Dallas? Your lack of enthusiasm is really <laughs> starting to fucking piss me off. Well, what's the fucking fun fact? If it's not fun, I'm not going to like Don't it. Don't fucking cuss at me. <laughs> okay? Anyway, the fun fact is that the Diesel versus British Bulldog match was poorly received. It also angered Vince McMahon to the point that he reportedly threw his headset off after the match and the pay-per-view had finished and yelled, quote, horrible, fucking horrible, end quote, at Diesel in the ring and stormed to the back and launched a verbal tirade at producer Bruce Pritchard. Bulldog, as soon as he got backstage after the match, immediately apologized to agents and producers for how bad the match was. Years later, Kevin Nash said that this was a sign that his time in the company was coming to an end. Did that really happen? Vince yelled it was horrible to Diesel? Yeah, that's that's been the long story. Story, yeah. I mean, I could see why he would have said that. I know, they li- yeah. Like, like, yeah, we're joking about it, but literally that's all they did. It, the whole middle and like end of the match was just Boston Crabs. Or variations yeah, of them. Like I said, the beginning of it, I was I was into it. I was ready. And I was like, okay, hey, this is already the best diesel match I've seen in a long time. And then and they were laying on the ground the rest of the match. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, man. I it wasn't a bad show. It's not completely like, oh my god, skip this. Why did we watch this? I didn't feel like that. No. Um, I agree. Which is good. You know, I do still feel like the maybe the last in your house we saw was a little better. I don't know. I think overall I enjoyed this this one the most so far. Um, I'm really bummed that the main event ended up the way it did because at least we were going to hopefully see, you know, a strong British Bulldog, a strong challenger. Instead of just some bullshit big guy or, you know, Sid who just came in with, you know, fucking hot shot in the territory sort of deal. At least it was maybe going to be a solid challenge, but we didn't even get that. It wasn't even really a match put together. Um, No real spots that you'll ever remember, except maybe Bret Hart getting shoved by his face to the fucking guardrail. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know. Pretty lackluster. I thought, like I said earlier, I thought Goldust's debut was lackluster, which sucks. Cause like, again, they put, you know, a good amount of promotion behind him. Um, and I think I kind of lean with Bob in saying that the first match or two are the best on the card. Um, and really, Other than those, I was pretty bored for the most part. I thought Goldus had a fine debut. I didn't think it was that bad. I think they could have done better with it, but it could have definitely been worse. I don't know. I don't think he came off like a star. I really don't. Well, I think he came off like a weirdo. Like, they were kind of doing it, too. So, I mean, in that regard, I think it's fine. Yeah, but that's fine. But is and it I a guess, weirdo I'm going to pay money to see? For me right now, it's absolutely not. And I guess if you look at it like, well, Janetti's like the quote veteran. 
stuff. So he, you know, I guess if you look at it like that, it's not he's not fighting Scott Taylor on a pay per view in a, in a two minute squash. No, so that's probably what that might have been what should have happened. Well, no, well, I don't that, disagree with that. But not only that, I think it should have been more of a showcase for Goldust of his character, of his movements, of his look. Instead, it just felt like. Here's this painted up guy in a gold suit. He doesn't really do anything that's weird or different. Uh, moves are pretty basic. And then he wins with a suplex or something that I didn't even see. And then he wins. Like To me, that's boring. Like You're going to do all this. You're going to do these vignettes. You're going to make him feel unique. His entrance is like unique. And he takes the robe off and it's like just it could have been anybody in face paint. Like doing it. I don't know. It didn't feel special to me. It didn't. It didn't sell me on it. It yeah, felt flat. It. In my I opinion. See what you mean there. Um. And of course, I mean the Yokozuna fucking. I I don't even know why originally that was put on the card. I mean that's just insane to me. And then the whole thing at the end where they raise each other's hands. And hug. What? Yeah, they're in an alliance. No, man. Well, I guess the alliance could play a part in Survivor Series coming up, which in that regard makes sense. Then. No, I didn't even think of that. No. no it's got it's no. got to be. That's a team right there, Owen. I bet it's going to be. Because what? Is it? Um, I'm having a blank here. So it's going to be. Yokozuna, Yo- Owen, Mabel, Owen, Mo. Yoko. Yeah, right? God damn it. I don't know. But either way, like, not only did I hate the match, but then they fucking, now they're a team, they're going to team up. Fuck that. I get enough of them separately. Now they're going to be in the same match together all the time? No. Just no. All right, well, I guess, I mean, we can all agree this is more or less middle of the road. Yeah, I agree with that. All right. We've well, definitely seen worse. Yeah, there's no doubt about that. Uh, the next pay-per-view that we'll be covering once we get through the Raws leading up to it is Survivor Series 95, which took place on November 19th, 1995, and it's going to be in Landover, Maryland. So, what is that, 23, 30, 6, 12? So we're f- about four weeks away from, uh, or no, 6, 13. So it would be about four weeks away from uh, Survivor Series taking place. So not that many Raws. I mean, I remember the days when we'd have about 11 Raws before we get yeah. this paper. Hmm. Yeah. So a nice change of pace. Uh, you guys have anything else for this week's episode of Icopop? I'm gonna say no in your laugh, but yeah, I, yourself, what yeah. what else you want me to say? The more I'm not gonna say. I'm not gonna ask you anymore. Okay, when I say that, that's more directed towards Austin. Well, then Austin's gonna talk for another thirty minutes. So what do you want to well, hear? That's fine because he'll have something else to add. Well, I was just gonna ask. Yeah. Historically, Bob, mm-hmm. since we started, which I also want to mention, as of three years. And one day, this was announced on Facebook, February 2nd, 2018. 
that we were going to do Icopod. Want to put that in there? Um, but since we've started watching, would you say unequivocally that Survivor Series has been the weakest pay per view? <laughs> um. Yes. Which tells you <laughs> that I'm overjoyed and overly excited to see Survivor Series 1995. Well, I think what Survivor Series 95 has going for itself is so obviously we've watched 93 and 94. Yes. And 93 didn't have a, a WWF championship match. All those were uh, Survivor Series matches aside from Rock and Roll Express and uh, Heavenly Bodies. Yes. And then 94 was the same way except for Brett and Bob Acklin. Yes. Was a train wreck. Well, in, in train wreck in the sense of it being boring. Uh, I'm already interested more so in Survivor Series 95 than either one of those because of a Brett Diesel main event. Now, I think their match at Royal Rumble was a bit disappointing. Yeah. But it's a stronger main event on paper than anything the two prior years. Right, the years before. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. And I think it's going to really, for me, come down to how the teams end up shaping out. Because sometimes that can make or break it. Sometimes you'll get a team and it's like, well, shit, I do want to see that match because of the two teams that they end up putting together. Few and far between. It's usually the ones you don't expect, but it does happen. So I'm kind of holding out hope that we at least get one or two teams that they end up throwing together that we do want to see. Um, and I don't know. I think maybe with working with Brett, Diesel will be able to kind of get back into his groove a little bit compared to the last couple of months. Um I would say the Diesel Brett feud was the last stuff of real substance that uh, Diesel did mm -hmm. here in 1995. So I think that makes natural sense. And especially moving Brett away from uh, basically a reverse Undertaker scenario where he's just getting all the fucking half baked ideas and now you have to go have a match with him. Um, so yeah, I don't know. We'll kind of see how it goes. I don't want to write it off completely yet because we do have so much raw in between, um, uh, that hopefully they'll for once utilize, but, uh, historically, oh, I'm really not looking forward to it. I'm going to stay open-minded, but I'm going to stay realistic too. I can't wait. Yeah. I'm going to start just muting Dallas, I think. Moving forward. It's not... His half energy is just really draining me. I'm just going to not attend anymore. Just not show up. Fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> I think, you know what, Austin? I think one of these weeks we should just not show up and have Dallas do it himself. And I would love to listen to that episode. I don't think anyone else would. Oh, boy. Here comes <laughs> Dean Douglas. Yeah, he's uh, great. <laughs> Uh, all right. Dean Douglas has nice hair. Okay, well, this show fucking sucked. <laughs> <laughs> Billy doesn't have a mustache anymore. All right, well, that blows. That does blow. It does. That's pretty disappointing. Fuck. Uh, all right. 
Well, I don't got anything else for this week's episode, and I'm sure that you guys don't either. So, for Austin Skinner and for Dallas Gridley, I am Bob Collin Jr., and this has been I Go Bob. You got it.